Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review. Game of Thrones Season 7, those leaks and all that crap. <laughs> recap, uh, review, talk about, whatever. Also, the new Game of Thrones promo was dropped today. The walking promo. Uh, well, we were watching this... Yeah, we were watching this promo, and it was walking. So we're going to get all into that. But I'm not alone, as you can see. We got with me Joe Dirty Locks today. How's it going, Joe? Hey. Yep. Joe, we, I had Joe take off the Darth Vader mask for this situation. We look into the live motherfucking chat. We have so many good people. Samantha, Lucas, KLC, Sam, Ren Renwood. The motherfucking chat is with us today to talk about the season seven spoiler leaks, whatever you want to call them. They've been out here for a while. Joe and I are going to be late to the party here. So many people in the live motherfucking chat that might be with us today probably know more than we do about these spoilers. Some of the stuff that we might talk about today might be completely debunked by the time anyone listens to this. We're way late to this game. Partly Joe is moving, partly uh, due to some technical difficulties, real ones, not the funny one, fun ones. We sort of had to keep putting off this podcast for a while, but we're finally here. Ultimately, what I'm going to be working off today is a Reddit post by someone named Maureen Creates in the Free Folk group. Thank you so much, Maureen. Maureen, Maureen Creates. And this is about the Away for the Lads Season 7 spoiler outline with a lot of other things like that. If people are curious what we're going to be working off of, we might be working off of old material. So because of that, we also have the phone lines are back tonight are open for anyone that wants to call in and have any questions or tell us educate us about the leaks at this point tell us what's already been debunked what you think about these things as well our guest line is 213-943-3802 again that's 213-943-3802 feel free to call you'll be putting one of those calling queue things and we'll take your calls as soon as we can but the phone lines are open tonight you can also leave a voicemail at 781 9908509. You can tweet at me at I Got Issues Man or email me at I Got Issues Man at gmail.com. Or, of course, the best way, as I mentioned before, is the live motherfucking chat. Oh, yeah. Iron Thrones. I don't know shit. And also, got to say a huge thank you to Taka, who's upgrading the show. I'll talk more about that later. We got Elia U. Is that the Elia U in the live fucking chat right now? We got Caitlin in there. We got Big Kev. We got so many motherfuckers in this chat right now. Is so excited to. Ha I'm so excited to have all you guys. Now, okay, let's. London Town, finally, Phil, I've been waiting for your point of view on this situation. I'm ready for this, too. I haven't really read a lot of this. Uh, I'll get into it as, we, as we're about to start, but I want to get a couple of warnings out of the way. Holy shit, Joe the Real High Sparrow. Hello, my fellow fellow intervention candidates. Holy shit, hello, Joe and Phil, Stephen Dye. We have so many awesome friends that are joining us today. Okay, so... How should we do this? Should we talk about the promo first before we get into big big spoilers, Joe? You think so? Yeah, I think we should talk about the promo first, really. Okay. What What are your thoughts initially on the promo? Uh, I sent you the link to it. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say what my thoughts are quickly. The promo itself is very well done. The music set to the action in the in the moments works really well. The lyrics fit perfectly to the moments that's happening. I think it got me hype just to see the Game of Thrones sounds, to see the new characters in their season 
in their season seven places and where they're going to be. I think especially once we get into some of these spoilers and some of these leaks, there were little hints throughout that that could have meant something else to show you foreshadowing events to come if you were to believe some of the things and the things we're going to talk about in the leaks. So it's weird. I want to talk about the, the, uh, the promo again after we get into spoilers, but it, it got me hyped just because Game of Thrones is back and I'm hyped. And, but in some ways it frustrated me because we didn't get any new footage. I feel like that was filmed specifically just to be a promo and that's fine. But like, I'm so vigilant right now, hyper vigilant about wanting to see actually new Game of Thrones footage to the point where we're almost in April where Game of Thrones should have come back. And instead we have to wait till July. And now, and now all we're getting is this little bit. And I don't want to spoil the hype. My hype level is incredible there, but I feel like it's another blue ball situation. Like what they're doing is saying, fuck you. you you're, we don't have anything till July. So we're going to have you guys walking down the hallways waiting, just like we're all waiting to get to that point. I understand the, the journey that each of these three characters that we followed in the fourth one, when we get into the white Walker as well, uh, the Knights King, all those journeys converging and all of those being our main centrist focus characters of the season coming up. And then, as I said, there was a couple, of little moments having to do with Cersei's breath at the end and a couple of things that I think were hints to things to come. But that being said, it, I was, I wasn't underwhelmed. I don't think it was bad. It just, it, it just, it just gave me more blue balls. It made me, it made my balls really hurt and really want more and more Game of Thrones. I want to see footage. I want the trailer. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I want it yeah. now, daddy. Sorry, Joe. Remember the trailer they, well, not trailer, but promo they did for The Walking Dead a while back where it was just them kind of like all peeking around trees in the woods? Like, this is how that kind of felt to me. Like, like, okay, great. You just showed me pictures of the people I've been staring at for the last so many years. You didn't give me anything that makes me want it so much more than I already do. The only kind of teaser part of that promo was the breath and then going into the eye. Right. Which was the coolest part of the whole thing. At the end, it got me. Then I'm like, holy shit, blue. Fuck. Oh, Cersei. Ah, ah, shit. Fuck, fuck. It felt real because she was doing some acting in that moment where the lead up. Well, what they, I mean, as far as the breath, I mean, they've been telling us all along winter's coming, right? So it's cold in King's Landing. No shit. It's going to get cold in King's Landing. It's winter, right? That was my first thought. And then they showed the eye. And I was like, okay. Maybe there's going to be something more going on there between her and the White Walkers. Maybe somehow she's finally going to buy into that shit. And I don't know. I don't like. I don't even know how we get to a point where they connect those like two groups together: Cersei's camp or just Cersei alone. I don't even know. Does she have a camp shit? Mm -hmm. And uh, well, yeah, she's got the the mountain. Mountainstein and <laughs> <laughs> and her whole crew. Uh, let's jump to the live fucking chat for a second. Uh, Critch says D and D mastered the cock tease. Sit down is my old school summer song. The song was good and I thought it fit well with the scene that they were setting. The scene itself just gave me blue balls. Is my problems. It's three. It's as Iron says. It's th still three and a half months away. Nostalgia's real. Iron says blue ball hype. Clickbait. Red Raven says it's foreplay. Yes, it's foreplay. The Walking Dead will soon be dead when this comes out. I love the promo. It's like, I'm just so deprived. The tease is amazing, says Caitlin. Very good point. And I think they understand the tease and they're feeding into it, they're, which which isn't necessarily a bad thing. 
Uh, Winter is here. I got them blue balls, too. I got those Game of Thrones Jones. Give me the spoilers, Phil. Let's get into this shit. Uh, Hi. Hi. (laughs) We will. Uh, How much more is there to say about, like, that's why I was like, we should just do that first. Because how much more is there to say? They walked. There was breath. There was an eye. The music was good. They all looked good. Yeah, they all looked great. And uh, yes, Danny was, I think, sitting down in Dragonstone. We're going to get to that in a, in a few minutes here. I think John was somewhere in the north and then obviously Cersei on the Iron Throne. So I think I visually it was great. It was great to see those locations again. Great to see the visual, our characters in their season seven uniform, so to speak. But no new footage except for maybe something at the end with a quick flash or something. And just uh, b- White Walker blue balls, you know, Night's King's face blue balls here. Joe, I uh, the pacing of the promo was tight with that relentless beat. Yeah, I thought it was really great. I think that one was in Danny Stone. Uh, Danny Stone. Yep, Danny Stone. The throne Danny is sitting at looks looks odd with the stones. Could it be Dragonstone? I think so, Ren Renwood. Joe may have a sword, but Phil's is bigger. We were just talking about that. PSA, if the chat's moving too fast, you can pull out the live chat window using three vertical dots on the side. Thank you, Iron Throne. You're fucking awesome. You guys are amazing in the live fucking sh- live fucking chat. You guys are incredible. It's great to have all of you guys back with us. And as we said, we do have a phone line open tonight. If anyone is inspired to call in at 213-943-3802. Again, that's 213-943-3802. So... Yeah, that's my thoughts of the, the promo. Anything else do you have to say about the promo, Joe? Nope. Yep. Uh, Caitlin Not says, sure. Pre- pretty sure uh, White Walker balls are always blue. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> that's yeah. that's true that's as well. <laughs> oh, the Night's King's actual blue balls. This is the first time that... I, Sam says, the trailer was mad to her. This is the first time I'm actually criticizing anything Game of Thrones related, so I feel weird being bitter about it at all. See you later, Taka. Thank you again, man. We'll be talking about Taka's amazing gift to the show at a later stream, but thank you so much, producer Taka. He is the fucking best. So, I think let's not waste any fucking more time, Joe, and before before we start getting blue balls for that shit, let's get into this fucking shit. Let's get into these spoilers. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so let me get all this shit out of the way. First off, Joe and I have been out of the Game of Game of Thrones loop for a while, purposely because I haven't wanted to see a lot of these spoilers. I haven't watched a lot of Game of Thrones streams, and I haven't read a lot of stuff. So we are completely like babes in the wind walking into Game of Thrones land right now. Can't speak for Joe exactly for myself, but I've been so wrapped up with dealing with other shows right now and, and some other stuff that going on in my life. I just haven't had necessarily the time to sink, even that I did before last season, into Game of Thrones right now. So I'm almost going into this completely naked and to the point where... Different that I read uh, A Night of Seven Kingdoms over, okay. over the... And, but in... Oh, awesome, Joe. Fucking awesome. Uh, but in fairness... Some of the stuff we may talk about might have already been talked about a lot of places, a lot of other places, and debunked. And as I mentioned, feel free to tell us, oh, that's fucking bullshit, whatever. But feel, but here's the warning. Huge spoilers, potential spoilers for the entire season seven of Game of Thrones plot for almost every episode. What I'm going to be going through is like episode by episode, then a bunch of random uh 
spoilers that they don't know when it's going to be in the season. Some of this might all be bullshit. This might be one of these streams we watch later and go, Phil and Joe are fucking crackheads. What the fuck were they wasting time talking about all of this? But we're going to go through this stuff and say it. So here's your warning, your last warning. If you don't want to be spoiled by any of this stuff, leave the fucking stream. Do not listen past this fucking point, okay? I don't do that. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Just, just listen. Just listen. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go yet. But some of this might all be bullshit, Joe. It it might all yeah. be. And that's the thing. Ultimately, it's all bullshit until it's not. And 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 if you've listened to anybody, if you've had any kind of conversation with anybody about what they think is going to happen, and it's at all like follows the story, or they they get like all the subtleties of what's been going on in the shows or the books or whatever, and uh, then then. Those are just as good as what we're about to do and, and what we're about to talk about because nothing's confirmed, nothing's set in stone. We don't know as much as anybody else doesn't know. So if these things are are true, then cool. If they're not, then it's, a, it's no different. Yeah, and, it's, and even if they do end up being true, it's no different than basically theorizing with your friends. Right, so. and and ultimately also it just it, <clears throat> it it's just fun talking about it again and getting into what possibly could happen in the next season. Let's jump in the live fucking chat for a second. Uh, Amy says last year's quote unquote leaked script was bad, but this year's is fucking worse. Joe, your hair is looking glorious, says Big Kev. Okay, so let's not waste any more fucking foreplay time and get into it. This is episode one. Some of these are going to be really mundane things like episode one. The first thing is at some point in episode one, the White Walkers will be marching south, Joe. Do we think that's possible? Let's let's just kind of give it a bullshit, bullshit up or down. What was that? The wall was built to keep them out of the south. And as long as the wall's there, not sure how they're going to be able to get to get there. Eventually, no, I said like, marching south, march. marching south towards the wall. So at one point in the episode, we will see the White Walkers in some northern place marching towards the wall. I think that's very probable. I'd like to see it. Yeah, I'd like to see that too. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't see it. We've got to see them be on the move somehow if, if not marching then just standing there <laughs> that we've seen that we've seen that before they just kind of sit around uh playing with their blue balls right so do you think the wall someone just said this in the live fucking chat do you think the wall's coming down this season is the wall come crashing crashing down before the end of the season or at least a big part of it i don't know man joe just i don't know they need some good google i don't know i i, I it's <laughs> this is the fun the most fun part of this whole podcast is going to try to get joe to make a decision about something because he loves what he loves walking that line so he doesn't put anything out there so he's never wrong so i am going to say i think the white walkers are definitely going to march towards the wall and i think the wall will be broken down before the end of the season before I even further in this i don't know if I, I believe the wall's getting taken down before the end of this season there's only six episodes that would be uh seven seven episodes yeah i mean that's quite the feat first off to, to get the wall down um I'd certainly be something I, I i'd be interested in seeing but what i think we're gonna have first before we get to that point i think that's next season i really do I, th I think the wall coming down or the walkers getting past the wall is season seven is yeah is is not the season we're about to watch right it's good i mean season eight it's gonna be final season stuff oh angelo right. once i'm in the have danny unite this this uh westeros first and 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 get everybody behind three 
massive dragons. Okay, maybe two and a half, Joe. So Angela says, for once, I live in the live motherfucking chat. You're in the live fucking chat. The whole wall, I don't think so, says Iron, maybe enough to cross, but not big uh, big enough for all of them to cross at once. Uh, guys, eventually a dragon will fight a white lark. We'll get into that one. The one I've already read, it's much later in the spoilers, but I might as well mention it now because it's getting hinted at. And let's just get one of the big ones out of the way and I'll just yada yada it when I get to it. At somewhere in all of this, the one thing I was spoiled for before ever reading and the thing that made me go, I got to stop reading this shit until I get a chance to talk about this on a podcast, is at one point there is an engagement towards the end of this season, potentially, between Danny coming to rescue a big battle between the White Walkers and Jon Snow and his fucking crew, and one of the of the dragons is killed and then ra- risen as the Night's King's mount, as a giant ice dragon, Joe, what, or as a dead, dra- dead, dead dragon, a uh, a white dragon of sorts, Joe. What do you think about that? Joe's head's about to explode. I, I can see him in my corner right there, Joe. That that is that's one of the things we're going to talk about later. But let's just talk about it now because it's relevant. Do you? What do you um, think about that? I mean, it, it's. A white it's dragon, not a nice dragon. Seems like fair play, right? I mean, how do you beat three dragons breathing fire down at you if not giving one of them, one of our foes, one of our dragons? But ultimately, I'm not sure if I like it as as part of the story because you know I've already had it in my head for so long now that you know the three headed dragon, the three, you know Tyrion and uh, you know Danny and John. I don't want to lose a dragon, but I think I, it's I supposed to be Viserion, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I, I I think that is the dragon theoretically it's supposed to be in the in the spoilers. We'll, like I said, we'll get to the spoiler a little bit later. People in the live fucking chat says, I can't wait for Phil's after show. Oh, I can't wait to, for, to talk to all you motherfuckers. It's going to be a great fucking season. I don't want it to be true. Lark says, I've heard multiple times now that this uh, white dragon, the ice dragon theory, it believed it. I might call it an ice dragon, but I don't mean it in that sense. Sense. I mean it as one of the White Walkers rise, uh, raising a dragon after they kill it, and it becomes the Night's King's mount, is what I've, I think specifically is what it says. Uh, and uh, Dragon Pit scene will be the finale, says Lark. Uh, maybe John will find his own dragon under Winterfell, cryy eyes, uh, shooting a blast of ice and freezing things. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry I meant White Dragon. Yeah, no, I, I, I said it too. That's an interesting thing because Winterfell is supposed to have like hot water that runs through its walls. Yeah, there's a lot of people that there is a big speculation or theory about dragons that there's dragons eggs beneath Winterfell possibly and or or something that there is a dragon beneath Winterfell. I'm not completely familiar with the theory, but I've heard, but I've read, I've read it in passing and not really deeply gone into it. We'll talk a little bit more about Danny and the dragon theory when we get to that scene later. But uh, this is definitely a good uh, jumping off point. But what if the Night's King was supposed to be the th- third dragon rider all along, Joe? All along it was the Night's King, not uh, not little Tyrion Lannister. Okay, so second point here is Bran at some point crosses the wall, which this seems like silly logic uh, because he's heading in that direction and what else is he going to do? Uh, meets with Ed. Bran was the studio filming with Team Stark, though apparently he was filming a scene at Castle Black that day. I don't find that that, that unrealistic. And again, when you read these kind of things... The best lies are lies that could be truths. 
So a lot, a lot of this stuff is, especially that, of course. And, but there is some uh, pictures of the set on Watchers of the Wall uh, to to kind of back up that situation. So not much more to say about that brand situation. I think I, anything that you're hoping for before we get into more spoilers, Joe, anything you're hoping for Bran's story in season seven? Because I know I know Bran's one of your favorite characters at times. Um, I, in the book. You, I know you like brand chapters in the book. Well, they, I, the chapter brand chapters in the book are completely different than brand chapters in the show. Yeah, fair, very fair, very fair. And and as far as I'm concerned, what they've done with the character in the show, uh, kind of weak. Like since the moment they had those skeletons attack the crew when they got to the tree. And everything with the tree, aside from hold the door, uh, was has has not been my favorite shit. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, I, I just want them to do something. I just feel like the character, the story has been very stagnant and slow fucking moving. I think how you make brand how much everybody else travels and how fast they fucking get around this place. Yeah, he's being carried and he's being dragged and it's, you know, uncharted territory up there in the cold fucking snow. But still, like, it just, I don't know. I hope Mary doesn't have to carry him, says Amy. Uh, oh, welcome, uh, Game of Thrones with with Marie. Welcome, Marie. Bran flies, yes, walking into Dragon Pep, the white dragon to save Westeros. I think where you make Bran more interesting is when you start to bring him back towards his family. I think... I think having interactions between him and Sansa and John and Arya, it is going to be bringing, it will make Bran more interesting for me on the show again. Because I think he's just been on that spirit mission too long and that's not been one of the things that the show has always done effectively, at least to your liking, as I know it at times. So, and to a lot of other people's liking, especially trans, that's one of the things that's been toughest for them to translate from book to show and do it all uh, justice in every situation. So, so yeah. I think once we get brand more in real, right, real situations, interacting with more characters, I think it's going to get better because I think I liked Bran a lot more last season because of his interactions with Bloodraven uh, and their back and forth as, as even though, you know, you can argue about the way Bloodraven looked, but in the dream world, like the acting between, between Isaac and what's and and blanking on his fucking name. Like I, I, I enjoyed that stuff. Uh, so as Joe's nodding his head in, meh. <laughs> but uh, a couple of people are like, I don't give a fuck about, uh, I don't give a fuck about, uh, this motherfucker. Brand. I don't give a fuck about Bran. Move on, Phil. Bran, move on, Phil. Next. Get hype. Thank you to everyone that's joining us this afternoon to talk about some fucking Game of Thrones. It's so good to see all of you guys again. And and again, we needed to get this podcast over with before we start really talking about season seven. This is a, this is a big matzo ball hanging over it all. So we, we just kind of want to get all the spoilers out there. As I mentioned, again, if people are just tuning in, this is complete, maybe no spoilers, maybe all spoilers. So be in here at your risk. Um, okay, so this is the other biggish one, Joe. Sansa wants to give the lands of those who betrayed John to those who supported him. 
in the in the battle the battle of the bastard. But John in the first episode refuses to hold the children of Karstark and Umber families responsible for the actions of their fathers. This does not please Lana Mormont or Sansa, but John basically just tells both of them to deal with it. He doesn't plan to rule the north the way it's always been. So, what do you think about all of that, Joe? I think well, a, a why is it his decision? Cuz he's king of the north. Oh yeah, I forgot that. King of the North. That's right. Um, okay, well, who gets the dread? Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think. I. Uh, I don't really see that as a spoiler. That's like. That's filler. <laughs> no, it's obvious in the. Yeah, it's it's like ob- almost nothing to do with anything. Like, who gives a shit what what? Okay, great. So he's going to be a benevolent keep a benevolent ruler or whatever. Like, all right, like cool. Like that's just that's Jon Snow's fucking character. We know that. That's filler. That's episode filler to move us along to show that we're going to try to unite and get everything, everybody together as far as I'm concerned. Missed Ash, great to see you. Love you, Miss Ash. John should re- reward those who fought for him and punish those against him, a.k.a. kill them. Uh, so I see I what mean, you- maybe, I mean, so, like, if a lord decides to fight against him, yeah, of course you punish that lord, but you don't have to punish the entire house necessarily, right? Do you? I mean, everybody else, all the... All the people like doing the fighting, you don't have a fucking choice. You either go fight or they kill you or put you in chains. So you went to slavery on the other side of the fucking uh, narrow straight there. Joe Chikia says, Joe forgot about John. The North remembers Joe. John John Anya says, I don't think you'll have to kill innocent kids. And Amy says, I don't know why Liana would be so against that. Send them to the Night's Watch. Biggie, please don't remind me of Iron Fist. Uh, Night's Watch needs more men. Send them off. So I think this is possible. I definitely think... Uh, John is going to rule his way and not listen to anybody else ultimately. So, Liana is very, um, she's very matter of fact. She, you got to remember her, uh, her uncle was, was, uh, you know, sent away. Her grandfather had to take, took the black. Like, there's a, a, so I can see her maybe being like, you know, you're letting them off easy when my family suffered a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. 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 And she, she's strong willed and she's going to want to show her, 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 her bare nuts in those situations. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I really like that character. I love the introduction of that character. So yeah. I can't wait to see more, her, more from her. And the last one for the episode one spoiler or potential leaks. I keep saying spoilers, leaks. At the end of episode one, Danny and her fleet land at Dragonstone. And I got to say, that is that a spoiler too? I mean, they cut so fucking at the end of last season, right? It was we're waiting for, you know, for Theon and them to get from uh, Valeria over to where, you know, basically you know, still a, a, a few, a thousand miles. And like okay. all of a sudden they were all, all these fleets were together sailing towards Westeros. So if they come back and they don't, if they're not already at Westeros, you know, what, where are they stopping? What are they doing? Unless we, I mean, theoretically there could have been a war at sea of some sort, but at, this is what it says at the end of episode one, Danny and her fleet landed Dragonstone. No one says anything. She walks up the steps to the keep and we follow her through the building until she reaches Stannis's old war room. She looks out the window at the land ahead that used to belong to her family. She picks up one of the chess pieces, like on the table, looks at Tyrion who has followed her up there. She says one line, shall we begin? And that's the end of the episode. So I t- okay. Now that, 
that's going to be a, that's going to be, okay. That's kind of, that's really specific. Mm -hmm. Very so specific. Okay. That will, a, that will be our test. We'll know by the end of episode one, basically how much of these spoilers will have been bullshit and how much of them will have been probably right. I tend to agree with one or your main point there, Joe, that I think there's no way you don't start the first episode or I, I thought you would start the first episode with her arriving at Dragonstone. Like before reading any of this, my speculation would be the very first episode of this season starts with Danny arriving at Dragonstone. Boat, step on the foot, her feet on Westeros begins the season. Bam, the, right. e the, the evil queen, the wait. real evil queen has arrived. Damn. Yeah, the fact that they wait till the end of the episode is a little is a little strange to me. But sometimes Game of Thrones likes to, it isn't in the sense that if you think about the show, even since season one, they always do the Danny stuff last. Uh, they always bring her in as the last thing, as the topper, or the way the season ender, the big moment at the end of the first season that they might want to end. Danny's here. We shall begin. You know, everyone's in place. The season starts now. Bam. So I, I think she does end up in Westeros in see, at the beginning of the first episode. I guess there's a possibility that there's some sort of sea battle that blocks her. But I agree. We've had enough wasted time. If this is really the 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 water slide down at the end here, it has to start with her bang right in Westeros, ready to do evil queen stuff. Uh, yeah. So, so remember too uh, that that. The, there wouldn't be there is no fleet essentially there's no fleet cersei doesn't have a fleet man that shit was pretty much destroyed when stannis attacked right there was a lot of ships lost in in the battle of blackwater so there's not a big fleet hanging around dragonstone right now and then you got i mean uh yeah hanging around dragonstone or or king's landing and you got to imagine that after cersei blows up the the seven you know the temple there you got to wonder how many captains of boats are going to stick around for that shit to begin with. <laughs> people, a couple of people are asking why Dragonstone, not the Stormlands. People are saying Dragonstone is a, oh, sorry, Dra Dra oh, sorry, I'm trying to get Dragonstone to make sense tactically. Plus it has Dragon's Glass, plus her ancestors launched their attack from there. So Dragonstone. That's where, they, that's where they landed and attacked from, correct, when they first came 300 years ago. Yep. And uh, so Dragonstone would probably be Tyrion's idea. Him and Varys would know it's abandoned. Plus they would want the Northern support as they know the Northern North hates the Lannisters. Great stuff from Lark in the live fucking chat. And to everyone in the live fucking chat that I'm reading, Cersei will be ally, will ally with Urine Greyjoy. Uh, Cersei doesn't have allies, but she will uh, want to take a urine. Reek's uncle will be Cersei's complete fleet when it really comes down to it. I tend to agree with that as well. Right, because especially, I, I kind of agree with that too, especially because Euron's going to get word that uh, his niece and his nephew actually hooked up with Danny, and they've probably poisoned her ear to him. So his next option is not to go offer himself in marriage and a, and a fleet of a thousand ships you know, in a big cock, trees that don't exist on an island full of nothing but rock. Uh, they're gonna, he's gonna go offer that big cock over to Cersei, and Cersei has no, no reason. And that actually is, is they're both on the west coast of of Westeros. There, one one family from the north of 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 the uh, the northern area. Well, they're both kind of close to each other here. You know, Lannisport's here and the Iron Islands right there. So. <laughs> it, 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 it makes sense and then and then you have uh then you have the king of the iron islands is actually now going to be king of westeros along with his queen of westeros cersei sure that's so good be interesting to see how that power struggle plays out on top oh. of it 
It's gonna be so, it's gonna be a very okay. beneficial relationship for both. Oh yeah, it's gonna end really well. Correct. It, it makes it makes perfect sense for Euron to be like, you know, fuck it, Danny doesn't get the big cock. It goes to Cersei yeah. instead. I, I like that. That was great. I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but I like that. Andy says, "Shall we begin?" I might just have to mute Danny this whole season. Shall we begin of my destruction of this wheel? Amy says, "Can we talk about the leaks about the Greyjoys? If there's any more spoilers that I haven't got to uh, that that aren't on this list." Throw them in the five motherfucking chat. Uh, if I don't respond to it the first time, uh, write it a couple times. Eventually, I will see it. So we're anything is fair game right now. Uh, Euron already told us his storyline. He said he was going to give the blonde queen his giant cocks as Miss Ash. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome right. and welcome, this Burger. Welcome. Sorry. So I just wanted to welcome Burger Zaza, who's first time been watching videos for years, never joined a live chat. Great to fucking see you. Welcome to our to our Game of Thrones coverage. This is our first official first episode of our podcast of the season. And uh, okay, so that is it for episode one. Let's go into what we have for episode two. Mm -mm. Uh, and as I think Ren Redwood said this too, these some of this is probably some true spoilers or speculation that's close mixed with some serious fan fiction but either way like who cares it's an excuse to do a podcast <laughs> so let's uh episode two john receives a raven from danny she summons the lords of westeros john and davos decide to go because they need dragon glass from dragonstone john leaves sansa in charge of winterfell john leaves ghost at winterfell where he stays all season okay that is just all they have for episode two, Joe. Let's take that piece by piece backwards. John leaves Ghost at Winterfell where he stays at all season. Do we get another ghostless season uh, except for one cameo appearance? I, I believe that. I'm so believing that because fuck you, Dan no, and Dave. That doesn't, say, that doesn't say that we're only getting one uh, appearance from Ghost. That just means he's going to be walking around Winterfell with Sansa. Fair, fair. Very fair. He might just, they might just have him be around Winterfell. I just want as much direwolves as we can get in these last right. two seasons. They've cheaped out on, on this, on this shit. I mean, these direwolves are, are, are highly underrepresented in this show as compared to how it should be. Excellently said, Joe, in the sense that they're, they're just so important to Stark. And if winter's really here, winter's coming, the direwolf has to play an intense role in all of this. And especially if the Stark children come back together in some sense, where, again, having thumbed ahead a little bit on this, knowing things like that is going to be happening, then the direwolves, we need to, even though they're not all, not all alive, but we need to see some return of Nymeria needs to make an appearance this season. That's the only spoiler I really heard of. The Nymeria thing? Dragon, the dead dragon one, a dragon dies or some shit. But there's some, um, Randy. Great to see you, Randy. Thank you so much for the tweet earlier about about the about the promo. Thank you to everyone else that messaged me. They're so cheap with no ghosts, says Ren. Ghost gets to live sulking at uh skulking at Winterfell. Wait, uh, really? When the Sand Snakes dies? Oh, we're gonna get to that. Supposedly, Arya realizes her warging abilities through ghosts. Wonder if they'll show the Stark warging abilities. Love to see that. I'd rather them spend some Sand Snake budget on ghosts as the live chat because it's pretty fake yet it's remotely plausible. I think most of it's true, says John about these this these uh these leaks. We got Keisha Smimes. Hey, Phil and Joe, it's been a minute. I don't watch The Walking Dead. Lucky you. This is this one time I hope some of these spoilers are untrue. For the first time, I don't want a show to please the fans. Is Nymeria the last direwolf possibly alive? Sorry, I may have forgotten one. Of the Stark 
uh, Children's Dire Wolves. I believe it is just Nymerian Ghost Alive. I, uh, fucking Grey Wolf, uh, fucking Rob's dead, Sansa's dead, Rickon's dead. Yep, that's it. Just the two. Yeah, Rickon didn't make it out alive, huh? Nope. And that was Shaggy Dog's head and a bad prop from last season. Yep. <laughs> unless, unless... Zig or zag and the and the dog's head looked way too small yep. to be it. Nope. The dog's head wasn't believable. So uh so and uh Amy, I have a feeling you're right too. I have a feeling this season's gonna be as much fan service with as much shock and awe as they can throw in as we're about to getting into that. John leaves Sansa in charge of Winterfell, duh. Fucking duh. Who else is gonna live in charge of Winterfell? Sounds it makes perfect sense. I don't even think that in Joe's words, not a spoiler. And John receives a raven from Danny that she summons the Lords of Westeros. John and Davos decide to go because they need dragon glass from Dragonstone. I think eventually this is one of those things that could be could be fan service or fan uh, speculation just because ultimately I think that makes a lot of sense that John and Davos are eventually going to agree, figure out that they need to just go to Dragonstone to get more dragon glass and turn that place into a weapons mill to fight the White Walkers. I think the two of them can figure that out even without a letter from Danny. So yep. and, they got, and they got ships now to 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 you know make the journey up the a narrow sea. Yeah, so I think I think that's definitely pro, uh, possible. Whether Danny does that or not depends on what you believe. Episode three here: John and Davos arrive at Dragonstone. Tyrion meets them on the beach, and the Dothraki take their ship. And this footage and pictures showing. Wait, wait, wait. say again. What? I'm going to read this one again, and I just let me finish here. Uh, there is also pictures here from Watchers on the Wall to support this particular spoiler. Again, I'm going to let everyone do their own research on this. If people want to know what this is, again, it's a Reddit post from Maureen Creates on the Free Folk subreddit uh, from the Away From Lads spoilers. So all this information is there that has links to, to uh, evidence to back up some of these things. John and Davos arrive at Dragonstone. Tyrion meets them on the beach, and the Dothraki take John and Davos's ship. And there's footage and pictures showing filming of likely this scene happening. What, like they take it like where we attack John and Davos? No, probably just uh, we, they we, get on it, go somewhere. They take it like home. Um, I don't know. It says they take Our their now. Howard. <laughs> Puny. Oh, Puny right. King. We're gonna take him. We're gonna take our. We're gonna take this ship to go visit Aquaman. <laughs> right, like they take it. They take their ship because like Dothraki just take, and now that they've had their first sea voyage out of the way, they they they're all. Gonna or be maybe Dan. I think it's Evil Queen things. Like Danny's instructed anyone to come here to to seize all their materials or something. Or that's what Dothraki do. They 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 pillage. And if you're here, right. you're my enemy. I'm just gonna take your shit. And now because you know, fuck that horse shit, man. We got boats now. Maybe it was collateral, possible cut. Oh, we got Kyle's fucking chickens in the live fucking chat. Lots of love to Kyle. Fucking Jason Momoa shows up on a beach in a raft of sea turtles <laughs> to meet the Dothraki. <laughs> okay, and, and then this continues that Tyrion brings them to meet Danny, encountering Masande and Grey Worm on the way. The throne room contains a number of Dothrakis, all have been spotting, uh, filming in the area, believed to known to be R Dragonstone right now, and Bilbot. Uh, Bilbo, I believe it's called. Um, John and Danny meet. Danny demands he bend the knee, which he refuses. Evidently, he discussed the White Walkers, but she doesn't believe him. Tyrion insists John isn't crazy. Jo Joe stepped away for a second here, but uh, so 
I think it's interesting that you're going to have Danny and John meet so early on. I think it's definitely a possibility. Um, but again, all of this could just be fan fiction. Uh, but there is, again, video footage of the meeting, the meeting of all these characters potentially that I'm looking at right now. And the first images of these characters being met. <laughs> Shirtless, glistening Jason Momoa rolls around the beach to get the ladies excited about season seven. So, uh, so Dan and Dan and Dan and, and John meet. John refuses to bend the knee. Yep. Sure, whatever. Okay, why does she, you know, force John to bend? The why knee? do you Not think? Because she's fucking irrational. Because she's gonna burn him if she doesn't. When, if he doesn't do when it, she become irrational. When, uh, did, when, when did she? Become when irrational? wasn't she irrational? Oh come what? on, dude. Don't, let's not get into this early. Let's let, let's de- wait. 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 My, my thing is this: is how does how did so if Cause John she's, Joe because she's because she's Zod. She's like John kneel before Danny Zod. That's why. So John and Davos get off the all the way to to King's Landing or Dragonstone rather. Do they have like is there any kind of army or force that stopped them? They have to take a boat there. How did they get all the way there before Bran and, and what's her name get to wherever the hell they're gonna go? Oh, don't like, give don't give me time. Tra- uh, uh, Clark McCallum says, uh, D- "Danny or uh, McCallan, Danny is gonna be so bummed when she finds out White Walkers exist and there's an army coming down. She's gonna be like, oh my god, I wanted Westeros to be mine. What's going on?'" This is fucking a moronic. A princess has dragons. Doesn't believe in White Walkers. They're like so unbelievable. Right, exactly. Yeah, of course. That that's that's foolish to me. Yeah, I I I absolutely agree. She can walk out of bonfires and shit, but she doesn't believe in dragons. Okay. Dan- Danny's like because ice because ice zombies is where I draw the line. I want it now, right, Daddy. Exactly. <laughs> I would seen, magically delicious says. Four walks. <laughs> I've seen uh I've seen dragons. I walk out of bonfires twice, like, but dragons, but uh, zombies, you know, frozen zombies don't exist. Yep. Fuck that. And then That's a little weird. Danny, I would, Magically Delicious says, I would kneel before Danny in a hot second. No way. A stupid D&D logic for you, says somebody, uh, says uh, John. And uh, also Davos tries to mention John's resurrection, but John kind of goes, shut up. <laughs> shut up about the resurrection, eh? I don't, wanna, I don't want anyone to know about that. Uh, Danny respects John immediately, it says. John to Danny, maybe not as much. So Danny immediately respects something about John, but John does not share the same respect as Danny, it says. So. Okay. So I, I guess that that's believable to me as well. I'm sorry, my notes just just fell down for a second. Bad. I think I think I think it's gonna come off like he doesn't respect her, but he's got no time for this shit. He needs to go fucking save the world, not take over a kingdom. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big difference between their their agendas. She doesn't know that she needs to save the world yet. She's still just thinking about getting her shit back. Oh, we got broke black man in the live fucking chat, and it's his birthday. Happy fucking birthday to you, broke. And- Happy fucking birthday to you. I know this has nothing to do with this stream, but I know how much you like it. This song is for the broke black man on his happy birthday. Because cause John has his shit buddy Davos now. Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy. Happy birthday. <laughs> Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy. Oh, yes. Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy.
Happy birthday to you. And yes, we do. If people, we have two calling lines, one a voicemail hotline. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail at 781-990-8509. We also have a actual call-in line tonight at 213-943-3802. Feel free to call in. You'll be putting a little cue and I'll see that you called in. If anyone wants to get their voice in the discussion as well, feel free to call on in. But happy birthday to you. We got LT Giles in the live fucking chat. Great to see that guy. One of the best dudes out there. Great. Good to see all you guys in the live chat. So let's get into some more. Danny respects John immediately, but John to Danny not as much. I totally, absolutely see that. <laughs> Who the fuck is this dragon princess? Until John sees dragons, he's not going to respect shit. Bran arrives at Winterfell. Mira returns home. Mira returns home. Okay. Bran's been spotted on the set with Team Stark. Okay, so they're moving Bran along here, immediately going from uh, seeing with Ed last season to get right back to Winterfell, where and Mira returns home. Which can we follow Mira home? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm all cool with Bran going to uh, going to Winterfell, yeah, I but see, can, I want to see the the frogman. I yeah. want to see uh, I want to see you know Mira's dad. I want to see that. Last son, great to see. Yeah, but uh, come on, seriously, can we put a camera on Mira and just? Their, their city is supposed to be like, uh, it's supposed to be really big. It's supposed to be one of the bigger cities in in the north. But the thing about it is, it's it's in like marshland and heavy, deep marshland, thick, thick shit, and it moves, so it's hard to find. You can't like you have to. It it's constantly moving, and basically they're there to protect invasion they're like the first force of invasion against anybody coming from the south holy shit super chat broke black man on his birthday giving us a two dollar super chat lots of love to you broke black man we owe you a shot i don't know if i have any booze around me right now but we owe you a shot maybe i'll give you give you a drum solo instead right now here you go one two birthday broke black man thank you so much for that i think joe with the super chat i got a cool fun idea that's gonna that's uh, maybe get like a spinny wheel or something like that like one of those like carnival wheels where you spin and every time we get a super chat spin the wheel and whatever it lands on that we have to do one will be you a shot one will be me a shot drum solo uh lots of other things we'll fill it with some fun stuff so anytime we get super chat donations we'll make a little game out of it so broke black man thank you so much motherfucker but yeah people said even mirror is more interesting than brand let's do this <laughs> come on fucking uh great stuff and come on everyone let's fall let's go back to there a broke found two dollars on the street. Thank you, broke black man. You know, you know, it's we're getting the love when the broke man gives us a donation. You're the best, buddy. I, now I doubt if they'll ever bring Holland up or bring him back. Uh, it will cause questions about where he was for the Battle of the Bastards. Says Miss Ash. That's a pretty good point. And or it's a good point. It's I say pretty good like that because I really want them to bring back Holland Reed. So I was disappointed that you made a good point, but it was a good point. I didn't mean that. It's a pretty good point. Whatever. But now at this point in time, let's bring in our first caller. I think this is probably our good friend Kyle from Kyle's Fucking Chickens live on the phone line. So let's bring Kyle in. I believe it's Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the show. How's it going, buddy? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear us? Yeah, we can. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? Doing awesome. How are, how are you doing? What did you think of the, before we, before we go too far, what did you think of the promo? Uh, that came out today. Well, 
I thought it was excellent, man. There's a lot of foreshadowing. There's a lot of things like little little chicken nuggets, as I like to say on my channel, <laughs> um, that they that they left in the trailer. I thought it was excellent. Um, I think they should keep. I think they're going to do another one. I think because uh, I think they really they uh, had the dragon's eye in the last one, and this was a giant's eye. So, but I thought it was really cool how they showed the three players that are left in the Game of Thrones and how important that. It is basically that they get together and uh, start figuring shit out because the Night's King is coming. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't like about it in that sense, I definitely think, especially as you get into some of these spoilers and you know things that might become, I do think it's littered with a lot of symbolism and stuff. I guess my balls are just so blue right now for anything new, and I feel like we're coming to April where the season was supposed to start. So I feel like it's in some ways a little bit of a, haha, more waiting, more waiting. You're not going to see any new footage yet. Fuck you, bastards. And I agree they're going to do a couple more of these. I don't mind these. They did the ones last season with the flat, with the uh, the flags and stuff like that in the different houses, which was really cool. And they and I think it was edited together well and it was a, a put, well put together piece. But I just want, I actually want to see some new real, you know, footage and stuff like that. I'd rather have footage from the seasons. I'd rather have that. I, I don't like these like uh, artsy doodle like, because <laughs> you know, ultimately, we're, you know, all of it could amount to nothing. It could be just like, oh, this looks cool. Let's throw that in there. Oh, that looks cool. Let's have Cersei breathe some coal. Yeah, 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 because she's a coal. <laughs> so, so, Kyle, have you, you've already gone through this list of all of these uh, potential leaks and shit like that. But I'm not going to keep you to go through every single one. But I guess my, my question for you is, what's your overall opinion of this section, at least? Do you believe them? Do you think they're fan fiction? Uh, what's kind of your th overall thoughts on them? Well, here's the thing. I mean, I think I think there's a big argument that the books in the different are going to have a di uh, the books in the show are going to have a different ending. Absolutely. I'm not so sure. I think we're going to end up with the same result. I think we're going to end up with the same result. But I don't believe all of them. I, I do believe some of them. Like you know, uh, the, the Gendry scene, the, the Gendry thing is kind of kind of cool. I think that's going to go down. Um, I, I could totally see. Um, like, I don't. I don't know about the whole Cersei thing in King's Landing. That's kind of crazy, but I mean, they got to prove to the rest of the realm that the White Walkers are, are legit. So that's a thing, right? So it really depends on a lot of things, but it absolutely is going to have to go down. I mean, we only got 13 episodes left, so I mean, we got less point of views, but how many scenes are we going to get with each of these people? So I, I'm, I'm really down with the Night's King reviving that dragon though i think that's probably going to be the final shot of the season i think that's gonna i think that's absolutely legit it's gonna be intense i the one thing i i fear that some of these are true as well i don't think i agree with you and we're gonna go through the rest of the list and stuff but i think a lot of them are true or hints to things that are going to happen and a lot of uh a lot mixed in with some fan fiction too and i think the unfortunate part is I don't know if it's the best thing just from a television watching standpoint for this information to be out here so much. I fear I, – I, I just fear expecting and when you think you know what's going to happen, it it's hard to judge things fairly because you because you project things in your own mind. Not you personally, Kyle. Just I, I project things in my mind. Yeah. And if I and if I know what's going to happen, I think it's supposed to look a certain way. And in some sense, I agree with you that I think we're going to end up in the same location at the end of all of this. But we're going to go through many different ways and different paths to get to that final conclusion, whatever it is. I want – I wanted to be un. Um, if you don't, if you don't mind, Phil, I just want to add one more quick thing. Please. So I don't take up too much of your guys' time here, but I, I hope this doesn't happen for season eight. Like, 
as much as I enjoy talking about this stuff and it's good for my YouTube channel and talking <laughs> with you guys and stuff, I, I really hope they wrap this shit up, man, because I, I think it would be really a bad thing for season eight. What do you think about that? I, I, I tend to agree with that too. I want to be as surprised and as if any of this stuff does end up being true, I think it's going to be a big bummer. And I think it is going to ruin a little bit of that hyper buzz train. If a lot of this stuff, as Joe said earlier, if that after the first episode, that that thing with Danny is very, very true, like scene from scene moment, it's going to be like, OK, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, this should happen. This should happen. It's going to ruin that discussion that we have uh, that all of us love, love to have between each episode about what's going to happen. It's going to turn into a different discussion. And and so I hope season eight is as free and clear as possible for for us to not know what's going to happen. And Kyle, before you go, uh, everyone should definitely check out Kyle's Fulkin Chickens uh, YouTube channel. He does lots of amazing Game of Thrones content. So Kyle, thanks for calling in, buddy. Hopefully you'll be able to call in a bunch more throughout the season when you're around to be able to. So, dude, have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds good, man. And I did release the trailer breakdown. So if you guys do want to go check that out, that's awesome. But uh, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on, Phil, and uh, and uh, you guys have an awesome night. It's always a pleasure, buddy. Talk to you soon. That's uh, that's Kyle from Kyle's Bye. Folk and Chickens. Check him out. So yes, season seven is confirmed. Seven episodes, and season eight is going to be six seasons. Oh fuck! But a uh, great call from Kyle. And and as I said, if anyone else wants to call in, we got two one three nine four three three eight zero two. People say Steph came in behind me. I totally missed that. I didn't even see her. I did not even see her. Okay. So uh, so okay. So episode four, we have uh, very little of the information at episode four. It just says Arya arrives at Winterfell. So so now Arya and Bran are going to both be at Winterfell. Not much more information on that. But a reunion. Arya. And Sansa. And Sansa are all going to be at Winterfell. John is going to have left, and they're not going to see John. But so, uh, so pr- wonder what that uh, that seems pretty likely to me. Again, some of this it's hard to go bullshit or not bullshit because yeah, it could happen. Sure, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so uh, okay, our episode five. Sam leaves Old Town for Winterfell with Gilly and the baby. So, oh, is that all we're gonna get? Uh, I guess that's on episode five. So we're gonna get four episodes of Sam in Old Town. We just don't have any other uh, any other mentions of Sam. But at, at by episode five, this says Sam's leaving o- Old Town. So, is four episodes of Old Town good enough for you, Joe? No. Uh- Four episodes of Old Town because because it, it says that in this is says episode five that Sam leaves Old Town for Winterfell. So that would mean that we can hope for four episodes of Sam and Gilly in Old Town. Would that be enough of seeing Old Town for you? Just seeing it at the beginning. It seems like Sam is there pretty quick. It's one of the places I would have liked to spend a lot of time with. This is one of those moments where I'm going to be a little bitchy about the seasons wrapping up and only having seven episodes in a season. I don't care if there are hour and hour and 20 minutes apiece. We should have... We should be able to really have some time in Old Town. If Sam just leaves there by episode five, then meh. I'm fine with that because here's the thing. You got to remember that they they already had a a kind of uh, since Sam's arrival in Old Town. They already did quite the time jump with, you know, Danny and her. But there's so much cool things that they could do there, Joe. Right. There there are. There are some cool things that they can do there. But here's the thing. They Sam's been reading his whole life. Sam's already been studying as a meister basically his whole life. And all the time since he's been up at up at up at uh, Castle Black reading that library as well. I think it's good to show him he gets his ass down to uh to old old town 
and just, you know, but, you know, walks out with a chain after a few months, you know, with a bunch of links because he already knows the shit. He's already studied the shit. He's already read everybody else's, you know, works and, and shit like that. So I think that would be really cool. Uh, Iron Throne said, "Supersized episodes are fantasies. If they could film more minutes, they'd they do more episodes." I feel. I see. I want like hour and a half. I want ten hour and a half episodes. I'm spoiled. Give me more. Give me more and more and more. They have to set up that ending. All this is a book written by Sam. No time for Old Town. The show is almost over. Screw it, says Lark. <laughs> that that Lark is verbalizing the discussion in the writers' room about Old Town. <laughs> uh, story's ending. We only got thirteen episodes. We need to get out of Old Town quick. Snappy, we're gonna make this shit snappy. So, uh, so Joe's 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 taking me outside. I'm gonna uh, uh, Joe's on the move. Joe's on the move right now. Okay, so let's let's continue. Um, uh, John receives a Jora reunites with Danny at Dragonstone in episode five potentially. Um, John receives a ri- which which okay Jora somehow we're going to get into that later maybe Jora somehow gets some sort of cure from his grayscale or we finally see Jora again at Dragonstone still with grayscale uh I'm not sure John receives a raven telling him that Bran and Arya are at Winterfell Jamie Braun Tyrion and Davos have a secret meeting at some point where Tyrion tries to persuade them to surrender to Danny which Jamie ignores unclear if this happens before or after a- Danny ambushes the Lannister army footage is captured wait, of Peter Dinklage wait, and wait, Liam coming one second filming together preparing to preparing a boat to leave the beach this might be another pre- uh preparing to leave the meeting another boat scene of captured filming and I need you to read that again I, the first half of it again okay but also this could be gendry now uh john reunites with danny at dragonstone john receives a raven telling him that bran and Arya are at winterfell jamie Bronn, Tyrion, and davos have a secret meeting at some point where Tyrion tries to persuade them to surrender to danny which jamie ignores unclear if this happens before or after danny ambushes a lannister army at some point Joe, okay. go, Joe, the go. Lannister army gets 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 ambushed, and that's either before or after. There's a secret meeting between the siblings between John or between yeah between no between John Braun, Tyrion, Davos, and Davos. John Braun. Oh no! Excuse me, Jamie. Jamie. Excuse me, Jamie Braun, Tyrion, and Davos. Jamie Braun, Tyrion, and Davos. That's a fun. That's a fun one. Ooh, <laughs> I just want to see them in a room together again. I, the brothers—they didn't leave each other on the best of terms, did they? No, that's going to be amazing to see the two of them interacting again. This is one. Of, I agree with you, Joe. That's you took the words out of my mouth. This is one of those ones that I want to be true. To see Danny ambush a Lannister army, to see John and Braun in a scene with Tyrion and Davos having a meeting together. The four of those characters all in a room together. I, I'm having fucking geek gasms thinking about that situation right now. It sounds amazing, and I hope it's true. Hope it's true. That's a hope. We got another call, Joe. This is from area code 601. Who are you and where are you calling from? Let me put you live. You are on the air. Who are you and where are you calling from? I'm in the deep south, man. It's Hayes. What's going on, buddy? Great to see you, buddy. How are you doing tonight? I'm great, man. Let me ask you a question, man. Do it. I noticed a lot of people have been talking about uh, Old Town. And I hear a lot about probably uh, Maul and the Mage is going to show up. 
and like the rest. I mean, are y'all getting that too? Yep. So we're gonna have more in the more in the major season. Uh, right. How are they going to bring Davos? Not Davos. I am so sorry. Uh, how are they gonna bring uh, Captain Friends and Mr. Mormont in back to the story? Is he gonna be in Old Town getting a cure for Grayscale, and is he gonna use magic from all with made? That's a very, very good is that question. How they're gonna reintroduce him? It they're gonna reintroduce uh, sorry, your phone's having a couple of issues, but I will uh, address that awesome call. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I think that's they have to address Jorah beforehand. If he's going to meet Danny again, he has to be cured. He said he would not meet her again until he was cured of the situation. She it, commanded him to cure himself. Commanded himself. It could make a lot of sense that he's in Old Town and he meets up with uh, Sam, and Sam could help him with a cure, or he goes to a lot of play. Somehow, is off screen, just shows up and explains what happened to himself after the fact. But I think you might be on to something there. I could absolutely see him finding some sort of cure with the maesters at old town somehow well this shit his arm was already like pretty much going right it it had spread quite a bit since we had seen him last no mm -hmm. so there was a big time jump so it'd be really interesting to see how much this thing has progressed on him yeah and there are cases where it just stops on people where it doesn't progress any further and like Stannis's daughter, they don't know if he was cured, if she was cured, or it just stopped. Right, and and he and Stannis has mentioned on several occasions how he brought in many, many maesters, many, many maesters, hungry, hungry hippos, many, many maesters to uh, to do it. So maybe uh, Jorah might might think about going going and dealing with the same situation and going to where all the maesters are. I I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Jorah's story progression in that situation. Cool. Jorah comes back with a stone arm. Jorah's going to make a massive mess. Raise your hand if you have any desire to see Jorah again. Dying whiny over it, says Lark. And I just want to thank you so much for the call, caller. That was really fucking great uh, of you to call. Someone said I can't really hear the caller, but yeah, we were having some technical difficulties with that. But uh, but definitely a great question. I seeing the Night of the Friend Zone again. Yeah. Uh it, it depends on the context. I think he deserve. I think he deserves to die well, you know, in that sort of sense, to die in in fighting for Danny's stupidity in some situation. Embarrassed in death. Yeah, not so, just like rotting to death in Valeria. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, so let's get to this one. Gendry in King's Landing making weapons, and he's found by Davos. Tyrion, Davos, and Gendry have all been filming together in a beach. He is spotted. So we officially, Gendry is going to be found in season seven of Game of Thrones, Joe. What do you feel about Gendry coming back into the fold? Does he hold any weight? Is he going to be their person that they want to put in the throne instead of Danny? Is that like, how is Gendry going to fit into this picture? Or is he just going to be there making weapons? Well, if, if anything, he only fits back into the picture as... Lord of Dragonstone as a Barath of Storm of of uh, Storm's End as a Baratheon. Yep, he he should get Storm's End absolutely. Right, because he's he's not he he's a he's a bastard. Right, <laughs> so even that's being generous for him, but he is, as far as we know, the only surviving member of the Baratheon family. 
he's so dead. People say in the live chat, he's so dead. Rest in peace, Gendry. He's being brought back, you know, sim similar to the way Rickon was brought back. Average TV viewers, what's a Gendry? Claudio says, Gendry's fan service is back in the market. He's, but, he, but Gendry's being brought back to dead. Uh, Vulgar Giants Bane, grabbing beers, dropping some love to Philly and Joey, the legend. The legends, great to see you, the Vulgar Giants Bane, uh, the fucking Johnny the Irish Wildling, or whatever you want to call yourself, Johnny Stark. My my buddy, good friend. Check uh hey, Brand Brand warts the ice dragon saves the day, but Warg warts. Warg's the ice dragon. I'm like Ron Burgundy with that stuff. Bran warts has sex and gives warts to an ice dragon and saves the day. Warg into like uh the the ice king there. Or why can't he warg into like Not the dead? Not too powerful. I I mean he could possibly warg into the mountain. That that might be interesting. And then have him pop Cersei's head. Oh, that'd be fun. No, no, no one would hate that. Fucking the, the chat is so awesome. You guys are fucking amazing. Wondering how you felt Monday morning, Joe. I'm new to the Game of Thrones chats. Thank you. Uh, Joe, how were you Monday morning after the Walking Dead stream? He was good. I talked to him. I felt great. Yeah, yeah. he was he, he was he was exercising. He was he was doing great. I was up at 8 30 that morning. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah, I texted you at like nine. You're like, I've been up for an hour, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what what's wrong with you? You drank a beer. You're passed out. It was it was it was good tequila. Okay, so uh, it was it was, it was Cuervo Silver or yeah. whatever it is. Yep. Clear shit. Who here is excited for the Aria Hound reunion? That would make my season. We're gonna get to that in a little bit, and I'm super interested to see if that one's true. Uh, more fan service, but it's okay for me at this point. Give it to, splash me in the face with all your dripping hot. Uh, fan service at this point it i i mean these last two years it is what it is let's see let's see how this goes episode six the book it the, how good the show is or what the show is is a different animal than what the books are i i can enjoy that is what it is i enjoy the show for what it is for a television show let's just end this thing with a bang if they're gonna do it up this is for, this is for uh who, who is it is it blacks or was it kev's birthday it was black's birthday yeah broke broke black cheers bro Oh yeah, Joe. Joe's Joe's get pouring a drink for you, buddy. Is that a beer? Yeah, it's a Watrusa blueberry. Oh, interesting. I might have to go get a beer for you. Get a match, you, Joe. Uh, so no one should drink alone. Uh, so, so uh, Amy says, I want to see all my favorite characters. We got theorize about theorizing about them meeting forever. I need to see this. Not going to be able to watch shows and recaps because of summer camp. That's okay, last son. Check in afters, and I'm going to be doing lots of different streams at different times. I'm going to bring back the feedback show every week and uh, bring in some fun guests and try to do three with a recap, the feedback show, and then maybe a predictions call in whatever kind of cast to, to do, th try to do three a week, potentially, depending on my work situation. But, uh, but so hopefully you'll be able and do them at different times a day. So maybe sometimes you'll be able to join us. Hell yeah. Joe is a sweet piece of ass. God damn it, says Silly Rabbit. Holy shit. Uh, I I am. Keisha, Keisha says, uh, Hound and Arya reunion along with Gendry. Don't kill him. Arya needs love too. Give that girl some love. Okay, so let's move. Oh, no, see, see, that is something I would like to see. Joe, Joe take over. Up. Talk a little bit more about Arya and Gendry. I have to run for one second. Go for it. I don't know how much there is I can say about Arya and Gendry. I just, I would love to see them two get back together. See how they've they've progressed. I want to see, you know, hear a little bit about what Gendry's been up to, where he went. Like, that's one of those big mysteries, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I I guess I'm I'm most psyched just to see Arya again. 
getting back to uh, the Winterfell. There's almost there's very little I'd rather see. I guess. Oh shit! I'm I'm crinkling over here. Favorite, always been my favorite character. So. Yeah, Arya has always been your favorite character, Joe? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. In the books, uh, right right from the beginning, right from the opening scene where she shoots the arrow over Bran's shoulder and shows him up a little bit, and she's even his younger sister. And, um, you know, I just, I, I really like that character. I loved the way she, she progressed in the books. I think they did her probably the most justice in her storyline. Uh I think I think it's a I think it's a combination, Joe, of justice with her storyline. I don't I would argue about it on a couple of points here and there. I very much miss some of the the cat stuff and her warging with the cat and all that shit. But I think where they got it perfect, even more so, I think I think in a lot of cases they got it really, really good. But I think in a couple of cases they got the casting perfect. Three that I can think right off the bat. Aria Maisie Williams is fucking Aria. Perfect yep. casting. Tyrion yep. as Tyrion and Ned Stark. I think, I think sometimes there are other interpretations of them. Like Tywin isn't who I necessarily thought in the book. A lot of people would, but I think Charles Dance brings something better. I think his Tywin's even bet he's an even better character than I read him in the books because of the what Charles Dance brings to him. But I think like from book to show, uh they did so well with those three and and i think i think all of them have been perfect i think a lot i think all of them are really awesome i just the mountain one two and three all had their problems as far as i'm concerned but everybody else i was very 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 happy with i watched a video uh, i'm gonna call out tony teflon teflon don i watched one of his videos uh you should everybody should go check out his channel if you guys haven't but he did a recasting of Catelyn Stark, and he said basically it should be the, the I forget her name, but the chick from uh, Meet Joe Black. Um, I I really like uh, Catelyn Stark as casted. I think she's absolutely gorgeous, and uh, that was the only only disagreement I had with with his his summation of of the character Catelyn Stark oh. and the actress and stuff, but. Aside from that, I, I think I thought that video was well put and well said, and I really like that you uh, your reasons for choosing your 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 re recasting of that character. Yeah, uh, uh, we got we got Carmine in the live fucking chat. Mountain talking about the mountains. Mountain one was best. Mountain two was meh. Yeah. Mountain three looks like a dumb guy, like the typical jock. Uh, mountain the, that's how I. Mountain one was the best. I know you're the same way. But we got Carmine in the live fucking chat. If people haven't already, go to iTunes and check out Carmine and Preston Jacobs' uh, podcast. There's two episodes up there now. Uh, you can search it. Just search Red Team Review or Game of Thrones uh, podcast with Preston Jacobs after or whatever. I forget what the the whole name is. Carmine will put it in the live chat. But definitely check that out. Uh, fucking some awesome shit. So Carmine, great to see you in the live motherfucking chat. Uh, Red. Carmine. Mountain One looks scary. He looks threatening like an actual mad dog. Mountain One yeah. truly was scary. Mountain Three is just a bloated bodybuilder. And it, Mountain I, Three is actually a, a really big guy, and he's one of, one of the world's strongest men in reality. The guy is, is uh, Thor's half son, half son Thor or some shit like that. <laughs> half Thorson is what his name is or something like that. Like, and uh, he apparently, if if like, I read somewhere that he claims lineage to Ragnar. Too, as well, maybe. Mm. I think I 
somewhere. Ra- <laughs> of the real Ragnar Lothbrok. And of, and of course, Carmine will be joining us a bunch this season when he can on some of the recaps and on some of the feedback shows and stuff. So uh, lots of love to the fucking fucking awesome dude carmine oh we got another phone call joe i didn't sorry i missed your uh missed your call in let's take another call this is area code 908 who are ya uh, detroit who are you and where you calling from area code 908 what's going on hey guys it's sam hey sam how's it going how are you doing great good I am so excited for the season. July can't come soon enough. Oh my goodness! I absolutely. But, but I have two things. One, we were talking about Gendry a little bit. I am kind of like a CW trashy romance <laughs> gossip girly type person, but I really do ship Arya and Gendry, and I will be devastated if he dies before seeing Arya again. Hey, I agree. They're better than Blair and Chuck. Sam, they're they're uh, they're more they're more end game couple than Blair and Chuck. I'm with you. I'm right. I'm right there with you. Yep. <laughs> what, Joe's like and whatever that means. Also, um, <laughs> and also, um, you guys are talking about Jamie a little bit. I'm excited for him this season and to see kind of what he does with the Lannister army when he starts to train Cersei, if he ever does. And possibly, I was seeing the chat. We could see Casterly Rock mm-hmm. next. Like this coming season, and I will die if we see um, Castle Rock and High Garden. So yeah. I just want to There's see what you guys think about the Lancer plot if it doesn't piss off Joe too much. Okay, Th- thank you. Here's the thing: I, 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 in the books, I, awesome I, call, Sam. Through the books, I am I become a fan of the character Jamie. Is he flawed? Yes, I love the way he's written in the books. I don't think the show has done a good enough job to show uh, his redemption. Uh, That's all I'm saying. And the one thing I got to say for all those people who are like, oh, he's doing good, he's doing better, he's this, that, the other thing, he still threw a little boy out of the fucking window. It's not really, you know, like, he hasn't been punished for that. He hasn't. Had he hasn't like, been punished for that. Karma, karma has been returned to oh him. Oh my god! Other, for many other things that has that that he's done that's been pretty evil. Now, like I said in the books, I think that he uh, George R. R. Martin comes across and, and brings across a great way. Joe, he uh, helped uh, Bran fly. He gave Bran his gift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. He did it on anyway, purpose. He knew it. Anyway. He knew it. That being said, Blood I'm, Raven was working through him. So, so that being, so that being said, I'm looking forward to this season and to hopefully seeing a little bit more redemption, a little bit more character growth from Jamie. Bran was annoying. Don't, he's a and, he's a peeker. He's a Eugene. And on and on top of that, if we get to see Casterly Rock, I will be very excited. Also, to see Highgarden, both of those places, both of those sets will be will be uh something to really really get get a good look at I, i'm excited for it yeah i hope that happens i really really hope that happens Casterly rock is should be extremely beautiful extremely like um gold laden or some shit like almost versailles <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm excited to see it i'm excited to see it so or like maybe not Versailles. i don't know what the what to think it's gonna look like i, I can't wait to see it bread the creep jamie did jamie, jamie did him a service he, he 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 allowed him to fly. 
No, Brad, I agree with Joe. Jamie is my favorite character, but the show has done him no justice. Oh, we got Heath Hinton in the live motherfucking chat, too. It really hasn't, it really hasn't done him justice. There's, there's parts in the book that are missing from the show that really show a growth in his character. Joe, for someone that, someone that says a lot of stuff that you say in the Walking Dead cast, Miss Ash makes an excellent point. Bran or his own children? He never cared much about those three. He was looking out for his own skin. Robert would have had him executed, had them all executed for fucking his wife. So Bran, did, so Jamie did protect his own children. Hey, hey, I get that. If you need to, if you need to kill a little boy because of what he saw, then you kill a little boy because of what he saw. <laughs> Or you just say the kids doesn't know what he saw. Fair. You know, like Fair. like this. Jamie the hashtag you know, Jamie did nothing wrong. <laughs> Jamie, of course, Jamie did nothing. You know, and, hey, hey, and and Ramsey Bolton's just misunderstood. He was an abused child. Hey, get Timo. Hey, get out of. T Stop reading from Timo's diary. Remember, you know, like. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of things about the Jamie character I like, and one of the things I'm hoping to see, and I can't wait to see, is I want him to get back to Brienne. I think Brienne was a great influence for him. I think Brienne is the only person that can pull him away from fucking Cersei for good. Tyrion going, after the way they left shit, Tyrion going to try to appeal to uh, to Jamie doesn't seem like a wise move. If they had just, if they had only known about Brienne's little connection there with Jamie, she's the only person, she's the only person, I believe, the Ah, the beauty of the beauty of Tarth. We're in the beauty, man. T uh, Tim, we'll, we'll definitely get to talking about how great Cersei is. Ramsey Bolton, the college years. <laughs> Saved by the bell, the college years. Uh, okay, so episode six, the party arrives at each East Watch by the sea by boat, though it's likely they leave Dragonstone during the episode five. Tormund is there with the Hound, Beric Dondarrion, and Thoros in a dungeon. Davos stays behind while Jon takes... Okay, grasp it, grasp it here, Joe. What Davos stays behind while John takes the Hound, Beric, Thoros, Tormund, Jora, and Gendry white hunting. <laughs> they go hunting whites. Davos stays behind. Davos stays behind because he was never much of a he was never much of a warrior, Joe. Here's Dragonstone way down here, right? So they they sail up the East Watch. Yep. Which is right at the corner of the wall. That's the wall right there. And they're going to go in beyond the wall and go white hunting. White hunting. I, I think this They're going to play monster hunter with the whites. Well, this is obviously something, if this is true, this is something that's been told that they need to do by Danny. Which is, or need, not need to do, but John says, I'll prove it. Right. Danny probably oh, says, if we're going to go, we're going to go down this rabbit hole. Danny says, I don't believe whites exist. You got to get me something to prove. So they're going to go to try to capture one to bring it back to Danny, to capture a white walker or something to bring evidence right. back to Danny. Which is why, like, if uh, I haven't checked out this subreddit post by a uh, creative, someone creative, Melissa, creative Melissa. Away, yeah, but it's from away from the lads or whatever it is. But yeah. But uh, I, I, that would be a, a conclusion you could draw and put in this write up because. Why else would they all be there? And why would they be going white hunting? Why are they going to take one captive to find out their plans? Are they going to grab a, a dead zombie? And like get they're going, white, they're going white hunting. So the, the the times we've seen a white recently, every time we've seen an actual white, it's been accompanied by thousands of fucking. Undead. Yeah. What are the, What are they going to do? I agree. And it's like, what are they going to get? Jack Bauer in there through a dimensional portal to go? Tell me what you know to the fucking to the to the fucking. 
or why don't they prove it like this? Hey, you know, we just need one guy. Can you, Danny, do you have one zealot in your crew of, of, a hundred thousand people that you just brought here from the others. I think that, that I, we can go bring up there and kill and we'll show you. He'll come back to life and try to kill us all. I promise. Jorah. That, that's why Jorah is going. Uh, so this continues and this is episode. Oh, when did we, when did Jorah, when did we find out Jorah met back up with them? Jorah met with Dan, Jorah was with Danny. Uh, we said a couple of that, couple of moments before, I think before one of our calls, uh, you might've been walking around at that point. Jorah comes oh, he, back. Jorah comes yeah. back to Danny, returns to... No, we talked about that for a little while. So he's with yeah. Danny, so Danny probably sends him with them, like, as her, as her, you know, eyes. Well, that's also... He's from the North. Right. That's his sister. That's uh, the R little bear Right. There. It's an excuse it's for him to go home and, and treat with them, people he trusts and stuff like that. Are we doing any pictures? Are we predictions? Are we going off pictures? I'm going off a post, Caitlin, uh, that uh, I mentioned at the beginning. It's the away from the lads or something uh, post that uh, story spoiler. And some of this stuff is backed up with uh, with with some stuff, with some with some stuff, with uh, with pictures from Watchers in the Wall and stuff. I will copy the link to this Reddit post and put it in the description box in a few seconds here. So, um, and then this continues, Joe, the team is attacked by the Night's King's army, duh, including, including a white polar bear. The bear kills Thoros, apparently a slow death. John Gendry and Sandor and Tormund and jo Jorah and Benjen have been spotted in locations to confirm beyond the wall scenes. Okay. 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 You want me to fin okay. you, want, you want me to finish this whole scene because nope. there's more. Nope. I want to. I want to talk about that. That white bear for a moment. That white bear, not just the white polar bear, which has been obviously turned from undead. Yeah, got it from the Lost Island. Yes. <laughs> That's a pretty significant step, um, for our, you know, Game of Thrones lore and previous talk and issue here which is that dragon, that ice dragon, or one of our three dragons dying and being returned to life as a dragon. That's, that's big. That yeah. sets precedent that it's not just people that can be uh, turned, that it's also animals. We need, people say we need ice spiders first. This sounds like fan fiction right here. Uh, Caitlin, the link, and anyone ice else. The confirmed. And if uh, even in the books, they're not confirmed. They're still just rumor. Other things like giants, whites, dragons, those are all confirmed. But still, those ice spiders are are not. Uh, they're still just you know rumor or fairy tale. I, even though we, even direwolves have been confirmed. I should have done this. I should have done this earlier, but I just put the link. Thank you, Caitlin, for uh, for or just your your inquisitive nature caused me to actually do this. I should have done this earlier. But the link to the the Reddit post that we're working off of here, I just put in the description box of the video. So if you refresh your video, you should be able to uh, find it there now or check it out after the podcast is over. So, uh, Chiki says, I've been thinking of a new Game of Thrones show for HBO, a show which is set at the same time as the story told from the view of the pacifists. We've already seen white horses, Joe. We've seen them turn. Hor horses have been turned. In the books, isn't Cold Hands Elk undead? I believe he is. Um, this is what I'm saying. We need ice spiders, spiders confirmed. Okay, so then. Okay. I, forgot, I did forget about the elk. 
but that wasn't uh, included in the show yet. And as far as the, the, the dead horses, I don't remember the horses that they were mounted on being dead or not. So I didn't pay attention to that when I, when I watched it the first time. Oh, Joe. And I'm very disappointed in myself, and I'm going to go Joe. back and I want to ten, ten whips, Joe, ten whips. <laughs> so, so this... Only, only, only if someone else administers them. Oh, that will be one of the spins on the wheel for Super Chat. <laughs> oh, Joe, get, Joe slaps his own ass twice. No, 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 no. no, no. That will be something that we give to the highest bidder at the uh, eventual event. Gathering, yeah, gathering Phil's house. Yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the gathering, the gathering of the issues. Uh, so that's a good and name, Joe. That will get auctioned off to the highest bidder will be ten lashings. Mm-hmm. Me on Joe, on Joe, definitely on Joe. Okay, so uh, some Joe haters listening to this video right now getting ready to bid on this. I'll make you guys pro just to whip Joe's ass. So, so here we go. Uh, uh, the bears, uh, yeah, those horses were dead. If they weren't dead, they're in a bad mood. <laughs> so, okay, so um, they clearly want an undead and hard home uh, 2.0. I just want to see a dragon melt a whole field of walkers. That would be incredible to see. Okay, so here we go. It continues, Joe. They're surrounded on an island on a frozen lake and are nearly overcome when... Danny and her dragons show up. She flies in and flies most of the team back to Eastwatch, but John is left behind. And John is almost killed off, but... Cold Hands Benjamin arrives to send John off with his horse while he continues to fight the horde. John watches Benjamin swarmed by undead as he rides half dead to safety. Viserion is killed and raised as the Knights Dead's the Knights King's mount. John offers to lay down his title of King of the North if Danny and her forces will help against the White Walkers. And then it says this scene is private. Joe, what do you think about all that? I think that's uh, fan fiction. That seems a little fan fictiony to me. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it right now. All bullshit. None of this shit. You're calling none it- of this shit. None of this shit is 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 on the level. So so Joe Joe is none of this shit is on the level. You're you're you're. This is all bullshit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. You, you. I don't know. I mean, there's things that are obvious, to, like that have been, you know, so-called spoiled. There's things that, that just, of course, and then there's things like, like, uh, like that. Just, I don't know. This whole White Walker hunting thing just seems a, a little far-fetched. Like, of all people, John would be like, "Are you kidding me? What the fuck is wrong? You're not listening to me. We're not five men going over there. That's not no, just no." I'm not going back there alone. I'm not going back there with you four, four or five people, six people. No, you don't understand. You don't understand what we, what what's what lies ahead. That's not happening. So, That's so awesome. Joe, theoretically, someone in the live chat said, "I wish you were right, Joe," but I think it's all true. Uh, episode, and that would be the end of episode six, the second to last episode of the season, because there's only fucking seven episodes. Um, so, in our episode seven, uh. Anything more you want to say about any of those other scenes, Joe? If that, if, you know, that sounds like a a fun thing, but 
to me that that battle there that they, that is kind of just described between our our group of, of you know white hunters and uh danny showing up on her dragons just so that they can slaughter a dragon to give to the king like it just seems too i don't know like tropey too fanfic too fan servicey like it just i mean Joe, 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 let's let's move in. So, what what do you? But you you're down. You wouldn't mind seeing the dragon get killed off and raised up as the Night's King's mount, though. That's the cool factor of it. But it's not how it's happening is kind of uh, tweaking you the wrong way a little bit. I mean, it's it's cool, but at the same at the same point, how? I'm not sure how that that even happened. Iron Throne <laughs> says Iron Throne says it seems like something D and D would write on their own. Agreed, Joe. For once, the pics of all the characters mentioned in Iceland. Enchant Mark from Enchantment of Eternity. Another channel you should definitely check out. I desperately like, hope that the white dragon thing is bullshit. I'm totally with Joe here, says Mark. Yeah, I mean, people are going off of this ice dragon thing and and everything. <laughs> There's a, a children's book George R. R. Martin wrote about an ice dragon that it has in a tell really in a telltale chapter like it just it seems a little i don't know and a telltale chapter true and it also says as amy put we have confirmed that the film seems involve characters bringing a white into a dragon pit as proof of white walker threat. as we get into this next episode yes uh, uh the the dragon pit as uh as they said so, so this leads in Joe to, to progress further down this hole into episode seven. Oh, Caitlin, Caitlin just gave us a dollar donation on Super Chat, Joe. Let's uh, let's let's match our beer. Let's toast. Hold on, I'm gonna pour my second beer. This oh fuck, Caitlin, Super Chat, lots of love to Caitlin. Toast to you and yeah. Mm. And also, Caitlin, tonight is drum solo night, so Caitlin gets another drum solo. fucking amazing so 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 cheesy to me like you pick all of our main like and you, you basically you form like a uh a dungeons and dragons party and throw them <laughs> up in the north carmine descri- carmine described it as like the fellowship of the rings that 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 uh there's this whole uh there's this whole uh fucking uh lord of the rings like they like we have to set out and uh, and hunt this oh, shit right right and, and that, that's exactly how it feels to me kind of more than anything else that's happened in, in this show, that that rings true. And then there's there's remember when they brought the hand down south? Yes, the hand wasn't attached to a whole a whole white at the time, or but um, with with that that hand by the time it got there had rotted because it no longer was close enough to the magic. Now, yes, magic has been reborn to the world. Dragons now exist at this point, and and. Uh, and and maybe the, the the magic that's keeping all this shit and building this army so big has is is strong enough to to reach down so far, you know, as it gets closer to this winter solstice or whatever to this winter. But what seems strange to me is that they would if it doesn't, wouldn't the white just die too? Or was it like an actual white, an actual one of these fucking like 
blue blue eyed like you know Iceman and not one of the reanimated. It, it keeps saying white, not White Walker, because I think it would be impossible for them to capture a White Walker. It's, it's probably probably one of those like brought back to life people. It's like snarling, whatever. I keep saying what? No, it says meeting a dragon pit where everyone uh, with the scene is perfect. And Caitlin, no, every fucking there's no uh, too little. If there was eighty nine cents, you could do it. That would be amazing. Any super chat, all super chats are created equal here. So we appreciate any donations that anyone makes. Better than nothing, Caitlin. Don't forget to like this video, says Iron Throne. It wasn't rotted at first, Joe, because Tyrion doesn't like the like Thorn. He didn't see him for like a couple weeks. Phil, check your Patreon. Oh, Heath Hinton, thank you so much for that support on Patreon. Amazing. Thank you, buddy. Winter is here. The cold weather in King's Landing will conserve the white for dr Dragon Pit scene. Someone saw them as D&D players. <laughs> Sam is the DM. <laughs> And uh, thank you to everyone in the live fucking chat. You guys are a fucking incredible as always. Okay, so here we go into the final episode, Joe. I believe that if Danny bails out John uh, with the White Walk, shows up at the dragons and stuff, John would lay down his title as King of the North and 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 ask for the dragons' help in the long term fight. So episode seven here, Sansa sentences Littlefinger to death. Which Arya carries out, Joe. Okay. I, uh, You're not ready? You're not ready yet? For that. Um, Do it. With, with John and, and Danny. Okay. Now, you just made a point which made me think. That's why it took me a second to respond. Um, yeah, no. Now it, it's going to make total sense that they kill the dragon. Now, now I, I'm thinking, now as I'm thinking about this, in order for Danny to really see the threat, she's got to be able to see the threat. And how big of a threat is it going to be if she can just fly in and get them out? Oh, my dragons will just take care of it. I'm the queen. You know, I don't need you, John. I will crush you. Um, but she loses a fucking dragon and it gets reanimated. And that really impresses upon her. We don't have time for this making Jon Snow bend a knee. And Jon's like, yeah, I told you so. And that helps to unite, you know, the North and the South all over again. Yeah. So no, I, 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 can, I can see how that kind of makes it work. But the way that it's described and how the dragon gets lost by this, you know, foraging white hunting party or whatever, that's a little fucking cheesy to me. I, you know... I hope there's some way to do it that isn't that. And I hope and in and, and with that, it, it makes sense that Danny has to see a dragon go down. Yeah, I agree. Danny, I think she can't even just hear about like, oh, one of my dragons was killed. She needs up to there. see it. She needs to see it. She needs to feel it. She needs to be able to understand exactly what John understands. So and that being said, it that makes that makes it make sense. You just put that, you gave me that uh that you seed that no bridge there no that, that good good very good stuff joe um people are saying that the little finger aria thing we'll get to in a second caitlin's like i don't want to see aria kill him me either I, uh sansa should do it herself uh sansa should kill herself she had the gumption to do this wait 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 wait. who orders who orders little finger killed i know how hard it is to create content if you guys oh thank you heath hinton you are the fucking man i don't believe that one that little finger to be killed by sansa i just don't see it it says that uh sansa censors sentences little finger to death in which aria carries out 
Um, the problem I have with that is there is a very big, and especially because John's not in the north, okay, at the time, or maybe he's beyond the wall, but he's not acting as the Lord of Winterfell. He's not the person in charge of Winterfell. Yeah, he's dealing with other shit. So we know from season one that, you know, make sure you look, Bran. If you don't look, Ed will know. Dad will know that you weren't that you weren't watching. Why is dad kill him? Because he who fucking makes the sentence carries out the sentence. So I don't like that Sansa is going to say Littlefinger must die and then she doesn't do it. I think there's that I do not like. I think that there's more spoilers up. later, Joe, where 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 Littlefinger spends a majority of the season trying to pit Sansa and Arya against each other, and this is the culmination of it all. So in fairness, he was kind of trying to like in in this particular spoiler. I think it's hinted at, it might say this later, that Littlefinger tries to uh, pit Sansa and Arya against each other. You know, and and they always had a contentious relationship. You know, Sansa always treated Arya like shit. Ooh. Yeah. Mark has a good point. Mark has a good point that I want you to go off on, Joe, with in, in your point. I think Arya will kill Littlefinger against Sansa's wishes and it will drive a wedge between them. There's already wedges between them. There's already, they've already never had a good relationship. Uh, Arya thinks of Sansa as a spoiled brat that's done nothing but hate her. She do you think lied. that will change over time? Do you think, do, do you? Miria banished and her own dog fucking killed, right? Do you, what I'm, my question for you, Joe, is how long is the honeymoon between them? Is it a, is it a very quick honeymoon when they're, when they reunite and then they're at each other's throats without much push from Littlefinger and, or, is it, do they have a tenuous bond for a long time before? It I, think, I think both of them realize, here's the thing. They've been apart for quite a while, right? And not only that, um, they're the only two witnesses in the family to Ed's death. Right. And, that, and they, and Arya's got to blame Littlefinger about that for that at some, in some sense, because he knew, right. didn't she know Littlefinger was supposed to support Ned or she at least figured that out because she's, she's smart. <laughs> I don't, I don't know for sure, but I do know that, you know, whatever their problem was, they were still family. And after all the shit that they've both been through, think about everything, think about everything. And even Sansa says it to John, even though she kind of is a little um, conniving behind his back or, or, or planning behind his back a little. She even says it to him. I was such a fucking idiot. I, I don't know. You know, how how did how do you still love me? How do you even like me? I was such. And I think both Arya and Sansa will probably have that same feeling when they finally see each other. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't just immediately uh forget about the past and just our our family again and bond tighter than ever right and Littlefinger tries to draw a wedge between them or further that wedge i can see and that backfiring i can see that right. backfiring big time on Littlefinger and aria doing whatever the fuck she wants no one's going to control aria sansa's and, not going and if it's it's she orders the death like she says i'm gonna you, you know you're sentenced to death Littlefinger. aria just kills him before he can even before like like I sentence you to death. Whoop! 
Dead. Brother and sister. Yep, yep. Thank you. You know, like, 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 no, Aria. I was going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Who's, who makes the sentence <laughs> carry the thing? Yeah. Who makes the sentence carry the thing? Aria, you're always doing things like that. Uh. Right, right. And that, that would be kind of funny. But, you know, it would be, it would be, it would be cute. Uh, Will it uh, kind of fits, but uh, Ren has I a want, if she if she if she says he must die and he needs to be put to death, then she needs to do it as Lord of the North, as King of the North, Queen of the North, as fucking Sansa Stark, as the Stark who, who she needs to do it. That I won't be happy otherwise unless Arya takes it upon herself to just do it. People in the live chat are uh, saying that Ari doesn't know, but if she found out, she'd kill kill him in fucking quickly and would wouldn't even hesitate. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't even go to she would if she did know that. If she did know that, she wouldn't even stop it. She wouldn't be going to Winterfell. She'd be on her way to King's Landing or wherever the fuck she found out Littlefinger was to kill him immediately. Maybe that's why she's going to Winterfell. You never can maybe, tell. Maybe you never can tell. She just senses this shit. So okay, like she saw the play. She saw the play, so she knows. Like the rumors and all that, like you know, she might believe whatever. So, oh, we got Littlefinger's actors joined the cast of Peaky Blinders. So uh, maybe, maybe that's uh, maybe that's confirmation. Beep, beep, beep. But okay, so that so Arya and I tend to agree with you. I think it's gonna go pretty well at first when they meet each other again. I think, but when they fight, when they finally get into one big fight for whatever reason it is, it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be especially because Sansa. Sansa was. Arya still doesn't know about like the game of thrones so you you win or you die you know she kind of understands that she's been training as an assassin and everything but she doesn't understand that political thing which is why Sansa kept that shit from John in the first place um so there's that aspect of it and as soon as Arya you know that that shit that Sansa has learned from her experiences will be the shit that draws the wedge between Arya Aria and uh, Sansa. Good. I think you're right about that. Good. If that's what what happens, or so I'm glad he dies. But you have to agree, he played an epic game. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. He's 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 going out of the tournament as the one of the best players. <laughs> that if he goes out of the tournament in this way. So meeting meeting it. Uh, what was that, Joe? Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay, sorry. To continue on, uh, I think there's more Littlefinger a little bit below too. But as we progress towards the end of the 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 what they have for episodes, this is in the final episode. Everyone meeting at the Dragon Pit with basically everyone. They demonstrate the reality of the White Walkers, and it terrifies Cersei. So wait, everyone is at the Dragon Pit, including Cersei too? Apparently the Mountain or the Hound chops up the White and it keeps moving. Jon shows them the only way to kill it is with dragonglass or fire. She tells them that she will send forces to help defeat the undead. This is Cersei, but admits to Jaime that she was lying the whole time. She wants the undead to clear out as many of her enemies as possible. Disgusted, Jamie begins to ride north, likely to happen all in episode seven. So, yep, okay, I can see that absolutely. That that that's a long search. Okay, according to all these write-ups, they all fit for how it's been written up. So this, to me, seems more like fan fiction of how they want the episodes to go. Yep, and, and somebody and people have taken it as just straight up fucking spoilers, which. You know, you might say spoilers because if any of this shit does happen, I spoiled it for you by creating this. this yeah, but book. ultimately, this is just a good fan fiction written, whether it does end up being true. Like, who knows how much of this is true? I, I'm not saying 
it'll be like you said, we'll know a lot more after episode one. Right. And, and I can see that being Cersei's idea in mind. It doesn't make any sense that she would be there to witness it because um, Danny hasn't had a big, you know, history of we're going to come and talk and you can lay down your, your weapons and just give me the city. No, she fucking lays siege and she fucking, you know, puts people on pikes every fucking mile for a hundred miles. You know, she, she's not a very, a very uh, easygoing person where, you know, maybe Tyrion's influence because it's his sister or whatever, but I don't see her being there for the dragon pit fucking shit. And, uh, and yeah, I think Jamie's at the point now where any kind of talk like that would absolutely disgust disgust him. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, with back to the Arya and Sansa thing, this is what I had that little brain fart about a couple seconds ago, minutes ago. Uh, there's only seven episodes, so in this season. So if there is any kind of contention between Arya and Sansa, it's definitely not going to be until season eight. Right. Right. It's going to lead. It's going to lead. Middle season eight. Yeah. Um. Uh, Amy, someone says, someone like linked your video on the Reddit thread. Props to whoever, oh, thank you to whoever the fucking did that. Huge fucking thanks to you guys. And huge thanks to all the work that, uh, that the people did that put this together and put this, put this live, this, this together. Uh, Maureen creates uh, really awesome stuff here. Uh, even if it is just gathering together everything in one place and everything has all these, this evidence to back up certain things as well. And if anyone wants to see this post, it is in the description box below. Um, the Blackfish is always alive. The scene in the Dragon's Pits with the white and all the characters has been confirmed by leaked photos, says Mark from Enchantment of Eternity. So uh, so this is, yeah, and I can see that right below it. This this one's actually pretty pretty much confirmed. Cersei, Tyrion, Danny, John, Jorah, Ver- Varys, Masande, Kyburn, Ky- Ky- and the Mountain all filmed together in, Ithi- in, in uh, this scene is... A confirm this scene. Watchers on the wall. It's confirmed in the scene involving bringing a white into the dragon pit as proof of the White Walkers. Okay, okay, okay. Just because you see a couple of fucking still photos <laughs> of a bunch of people. I love your some- I love your Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Okay, okay, okay. By the way, <laughs> I love Joe Pesci's. Okay, okay, okay. Now, just because you see a bunch of people uh, dressed in character in a photo, you know, where they're all at the dragon pit or whatever. Now. D&D and these people in Hollywood, they're not fucking stupid. And they know that people are fucking dying for this shit. And they know that they got fucking hard hit last year and the year before about certain things. So, so you think they're putting in fake, fake uh, makes, scenes? It makes no sense why they wouldn't. Okay, like, Joe. Really, like, if okay. they're not, if they're not, it's, it's, if this is all... We'll talk about this at the end, but if all of this ends up being true, this, their, whatever service, whatever thing they're doing to protect their story is bullshit, right? Is, is, fuck. is fucking bullshit. Here's the thing. Like, this is something you would do. If I were d and I would be like, I want everybody on fucking set at all times. You will be fucking. You can I mean, you you have all important. these different. In fairness, Joe, you, you're shooting in multiple different countries. There's three or four different units that shoot individual of each other. So what a lot of these reporting are is just that the actors are in those particular locations at right. particular times. And 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 there's certain scenes and certain things and certain times when you can bring everybody together. Mark says and he. Mark says he. Everybody together, and you do that, and you leak these photographs because why not? Because hey. This will get people talking. This gets the juices flowing. This gets people talking about our show all over again four months before it airs. 
You know, like this is they did last season. They did shade dressing in shade costume, which we visited the set. And uh, Mark says, I wish I wish I could believe what you're saying, Joe. I really do. D&D leaks. I wish I could believe it, too, man, because it makes sense. Uh, And 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 we know from time and time again that that these people that make TV for us, they don't want to make sense. They don't want to like like the easy thing to 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 not look stupid by holding a street, a 75 pound street sign pole, lugging it up a tree as a 50 something year old. Uh, that has nothing to do with their age. It's nothing, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, they just, j- j- there's certain things you would say, common sense would ring true, but if it was common, more people would have it. Lark says, bro, denial is not just a river in the Egypt, Joe. Okay, so let's. Oh, no, it is not, man. Let's finish this off here. So Tyrion takes a moment to talk to Cersei alone after the dragon pit parlay. Cersei awakened in a bed soaked with blood. The general consensus is that she has a miscarriage. Sam and Bran figure out Jon's heritage. Apparently, he's a legitimized Targaryen named Aegon. Uh, Johnny and Danny have sex for the first time on a boat heading north. The wall falls down at the end of the episode. The Night's King attacks the wall with the reanimated Viserion. He now breathes blue flames. Joe, attack it. I, you know. Fan fiction? We have have many, many, it all seems fan fiction to me. Um, We have many instances of of, uh, incest in this show. And sure, John, John, George R. R. Martin doesn't have a problem going there. So John and Danny getting together, you know, a lot of people want that. A lot of people have been waiting for it and expecting it. I don't necessarily think it needs to happen or could happen or should happen. But bow, chicka, bow, bow. sorry, but whatever, what, whatevs. That's fa- that's no. fan service. If they have John and Danny bang, that's so fan servicey. I'm sorry. If that it actually is. happens, I will be so annoyed. I'm sorry. I I, I know maybe it would make sense. Whatever. But if they if that John and Danny have sex for the first time on a boat heading north, fuck you if you do that. What if what if they get what if what if they make all this kind of go you know what if it's Gendry? What if Gendry and Danny get together? Uh, that, I could buy that a little bit more just because of the. I just mean for the fan serviceiness of like of uh, putting John and Danny together. Baratheon and Targaryen blood together, like what? Lark said. Lark ago, says. Years ago. Lark says. Why annoyed? Fire and ice, bro. I like the concept of it. I just think for the show. Like if George did that in the books, I could think he could work. But the way it's gonna happen on the show is gonna be all dun dun. I can already hear the music that happens in the scene when John and Danny have sex, and it's so moving, and it's such a uh, moment, and it's so blah. I just I, I, I can't. I don't want to see that. I like like the concept of Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. The two the concept of the two characters at some point crossing paths and falling and being interacting. It, again, if George R. R. Martin wrote that, and this is one point I'm going to be like, but on the show, I don't trust them to pull that off without it being so poor. They say they confirm it. De- uh, they confirm that he's a, a Targaryen. It's uh, Brandon and and uh, and and Sam. Sam probably finds the book at Old Town, right? That says something about it. That uh, maybe there was a Meister there too. Or some shit. Oh, who the fuck? You'll hear that music when the white dragon bashes down the wall with blue no, flames. That's his aunt, man. He's he's about to go bang his aunt. Yeah. Like, 
this is something that excites people. <laughs> this is something that people want to see. Like, think about your aunt. When you're saying you want to go see Danny and John fuck, I hope you're thinking about your aunt. I hope you're thinking about your nephew. Because that's what you're hoping to go fucking see. You want to bang your nephew. You have some sort of weird fucking, like, I want my, my nephew's on limits, apparently, because you want to see Danny fuck her nephew. John fuck his aunt. That's oh. not cool to me. I'm sorry. They're not even cousins. This is aunt and uncle. Aunt and nephew, rather. <laughs> It's it's just people in the live chat. People in the live chat says the accent on an aunt is so good, Joe. Gross. It's disgusting. It is. It is. I mean, it's one thing you've got these twins fucking each other throughout the whole season, raping each other on their fucking son's dead corpse and shit. That's one thing. But now you're going to have like more of that fucked up family of the crazy king family and shit. Oh, no, it's a different family. But still, like. Like, you're not the only... Lannisters aren't the only fucked up incest family. We also got the, the crazy rape family. They're also into incest, too. <laughs> Let them foxes, Troy Taylor. We got a lot... The live chat is going awesome right now, as always. You guys are fucking amazing in the live motherfucking chat. Fucking great stuff. Oh, God. You guys are so amazing. In the... So, uh, so here we go. How about John's parentage revealed as he claims as he claims on the throne and Danny wants him killed? Ooh, that's fucking all fair points, Joe. Oh, I think Sam finds a record of Maester marrying Leanna and Rhaegar uh, on the Isle of Faces. That's very possible that Sam finds that information and then and finds the baby and just kind of puts two and two together. Everyone is incest. Um, so anything else there Cersei's okay so this is stuff in the end here that's uncertain chronologically Cersei believes she's pregnant again with Jamie's child she has Kyburn uh examine her Cersei does not hesitate in telling Jamie likely happens within the first couple of episodes I kind of hope it's just a Tuma or something like that we kind of already touched on that a little bit Ario uses Walter Frey's face to hold a banquet and poison his sons make sure Making sure all the women are dismissed first will happen in the first couple of episodes. What do you think of that, Joe? Uh, uh, the phrase, man, that, that, uh, what, this is what one thing I want to see. I want to see what I feel is a big Have a good night, chunk Amy. of story removed by, you know, uh, 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 Lady Stoneheart being taken out. That's you're not seeing that. You're not seeing it. Arya's Arya's serving that purpose now. Not not Ar the only way Arya okay. I want to see Arya kill as many phrases as she can. I have no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's good with me. That's good with me, but doing it with poison and seeing a bunch of people die like that like I would rather her go in and fucking go ninja on him and fucking <laughs> fight the whole room. <laughs> that wouldn't like, be that wouldn't be a bad, <laughs> that would not be a bad idea. Let's get into this next one. Dorne and Highgarden get trashed within the first couple of episodes by the Lannisters. Cersei just says, fuck you to Dorne and fuck you to Highgarden. She's queen now. Eat a dick, everybody. So, I, I, buy, I buy that. I, th I th think that sounds pretty likely to me, actually. That I think, Cer I think some of Cersei's first business as queen that she's made herself is going to be yeah. fucking is going to be fucking with Highgarden. She has a grudge with them. She has a grudge with Dorne. That's, she's good. That makes a lot of sensible sense. That's that's stuff that happens in in episode one or episode two, 
Uh, it's still, it's too much time has passed as far as I'm concerned for her to be doing that shit now. She's still well. she has to be working to blow up that, that temple while the entire fucking high garden hierarchy was in there, plus members of, of all these other families and, and shit. She should have already had her, whatever guards and military or whoever she was going to send mobilized to be heading towards high garden to begin with, because that's part of a, that's part of, of something that if you don't, you're going to be under siege within in minutes. So if we're seeing Danny land on fucking Dragonstone and Cersei trying to be like, oh, send the troops to Highgarden. She's fucking way late on that shit. That's she just bad. wants, I think she just wants to take down Elena because she didn't kill her in the blast. So she's the one uh, and she's her most hated. She hates her worse than she hates Marjorie. That's why you needed to have an army moving immediately. Maybe she are maybe waiting four, six, eight months for Elena to get back to High Guard and, and fucking set up shop. Yeah, I I, I, I I agree, but I think that's where time gets iffy on that. It's going to be she already sent those armies at the time she blew up the Sept. It was all in one big Godfather motion, and it's going to be already of set in motion, and we just kind of like... Because it takes time to move an army from... Basically, here in a couple hundred not with miles. not with war not with the warp zones that exist on the television show. Okay, so so let's get to this other one. People have been talking about this one in the live chat, and very, I think people are happy about this because the show wants to make you like urine. He kills in uh, uh, actually. Mark said that the actor that played Walter Frey is confirmed for season seven that he's been spotted on the set and stuff. Euron kills two of the Sand Snakes, imprisons Ilaria. And makes her watch as Tyene dies a slow death from poison. If this isn't fan servicey, I don't know what is to make you like urine. And I'm calling no, him urine no, on no, purpose. I like that. Euron. I like and, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why right now. In order for Euron to get to Cersei, which we talked about earlier, giving Cersei the big dick instead of uh instead of Danny, because Theon and his sister have already uh you know spoiled that plan of his. So he's got to swing around with his fleet that he ends up putting together up here in the Iron Islands. He's got to come all the way down and swing around this foot here. That's Dawn. So if he's heard about Marcella being killed by the Dornish and, uh, you know, the mountain has killed Oberon and the Dornish hate them and what's-her-name has killed, uh, you know, Dr. Bashir <laughs> and all this shit, he's going to stop there with his fleet and try to lay siege that makes sense as to how they would lay siege to i said i talked about cersei bringing her army to high garden immediately but that makes sense that euron would take it upon himself to do that as a gift along with yep. his fleet of ships here's my fleet of ships but look what else we did for you be my queen the actor that plays Euron is too oafish and dull to play him. Euron's supposed to be this creepy uh, guy who's sadistic and calculating. I agree. I'm going to give him a little bit more credit and give him some time in this season because he, yeah, I think last season he was just in nothing but trailers for this season's actions. So so I'm going to give him a little credit, but I, I agree. He's just not right in my mind for what I thought is of as Euron. Joe, the Lannisters also need food from Highgarden. They need to kill Elena to get it. Absolutely. That's a good they, point. They basically the seven kingdoms high garden that's why it's called high garden yep. it's not just flowers it's it's crops and it's and lots of weed so euron's fleet destroys yara and takes her prisoner theon abandons her jumps overboard and is rescued by some ironborn 
Euron captures one of the Greyjoy siblings. This is is confirmed by Watchers of the Wall report, or it's it's confirmed by another picture. I I bet that's gonna happen. You're not you're gonna have him ca capture one of them, and I bet you're gonna and, see. And I can tell you right now that if that is true, if you're right, it's not going to be Theon. Theon is not. No, the they're not Greyjoy. gonna do. Yeah, they're not gonna do that again. With Theon's gonna escape like a little coward. Right, because if Theon gets captured, who? Who fucking cares? You think his sister's going to be like, I'm going to go rescue that little bastard again? Yeah. She learned her lesson the first time. But those he's, scenes are going to be, but those scenes but are going to be so lost. annoying. I'm sorry. Those scenes are going to be so annoying with Euron and Yara. I can, I, I'm just, ugh. I agree. I agree. And, and it's almost going to be just as annoying, you know, this, this foolhearted uh, attempt at Theon's redemption by being like, now I'm, I've got to go rescue it's my It's such sister. bullshit. They fucked Yara good and not in the good way. They just, yeah, they, I, they, the character, I understand the change from the books, change her name, make her a different person, but whatever. The actress definitely added a lot of shit to it, but they fucked her character. Like, like she, like if they, if they do this to her, just once she's like her own and adding some interesting nature to her character as she did in the last season. And I just was excited somewhat to see her from this point on. And then they just make it quick. Like Euron captures her and kills her done. That's just, they, they fucked her worse than they fucked some other characters on that show. So, uh, so Danny tortures some Westerosi lords, including Sam's father and brother. Let's hope that happens. Tyrion persuades Danny that most of the people who would die in a direct dragon attack on King's Landing would be innocent. So he advises her at one point in time. Jorah and Sam meet in Old Town and find a way to cure his grayscale. No shit. Everybody that's in King's Landing would basically be innocent. Nope. Cersei's a fucking, like, she's... Hey like, Av, what's in, what's going on, buddy? Not doing this, Cersei. Yep, they're all following orders because the mountain will come down and kill you if you don't. And uh, and I I definitely think Jor and Sam could meet in the Old Town to find a way to curse Grayscale. We already talked about that earlier. Tyrion spends most of the season advising Danny. I hope there's Tyrion gets another story arc this season besides just advising Danny. I mean, maybe if we get a lot of him and Varys scenes, it could be cool. But I hope they give Tyrion more to do than just sitting there and being a, a vocal Danny supporter the whole season. That would get annoying for me. I agree. Phil Yara should live. They, they could do so much more with her. She's such a badass, and she's so she's such an interesting, well character if they actually wanted to get into her and her place inside the whole Greyjoy stuff. But they uh, they just bumbled that Greyjoy thing from beginning, and when they brought it back, they bumbled it again, and... And I don't know. She's my favorite Greyjoy. And they and if they just kind of have Euron just fucking do his do his piss all over her, it's gonna smell really bad. Uh dragons are the Westerosi uh, version of missile and drone attacks. Phil, I second that. So so yeah, I, so just to go to Tyrion. Tyrion spends most of the season advising Danny. Uh Tyrion plans an attack on Casterly Rock involving a secret sewer entrance he used to sneak whores into through the cat. That's what I'm talking about. If you mix in him supporting Danny with a side story about him planning an attack on Casterly Rock well, it's not just that. There's also the side story with him and his brother Phil. Yeah, and him and Jamie, that could be really awesome. You're right, Joe. I totally, I totally forgot about Jamie and Tyr Jamie and Tyrion possibly meeting again, and Jamie inter and Tyrion interacting with Cersei again, and all that shit happening. Okay. And I'm a little and and about that sore shit. We already did that. Are we getting into Walking Dead territory? Or are we just gonna repeat the same fucking storylines? Didn't we already go through the sores? 
Didn't she send Dario and Jorah through the swords to go take a city already? Not a Castle Rock, though. <laughs> okay, but come on. Oh, 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 come on. I'm going to put a Jostress in that. We'll come back to that mid-season and see if it's cool. So, uh, so, so let's continue. Arya encounters. Here it is. Here it is. Please, fucking motherfuckers, happen. this better fucking happen. Arya encounters Nymeria on her way to Winterfell. Nymeria better be in a fucking pack of a hundred other wolves. Maybe happen within episodes one through three, maybe early in episode four, because it's before she gets to Winterfell. Please fucking happen. It's too late. Not. It's almost too late. No, don't wait until the last. Excuse me, the last season for a return to Nymeria. So uh, let's continue. Tyrion has at least one scene involving trying to convince Jon that Danny is the best choice for Westeros. Unclear if this is before or after the scene where Jon actually meets her. Likely episode three, possibly episode four. Jon and Theon meet. Jon telling Theon that if it wasn't for what he did for Sansa, he'd be dead. Likely happens between episode three, but it could happen in episode four. Should he kill Theon anyways, Joe? Does, is, yeah. is Theon deserve uh, a respite for his actions for what he did for Sansa at last season? No. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Theon's a fuck up. Theon deserves deserves to not to be killed by John. John, kill Theon. Please. Please let this not be true. I hope John kills Theon. He Theon deserves John to kill him. That that needs to happen. Fuck you, Theon. Die. Fuck you, Theon. Die slow. I hope my 4-4 makes sure your kids don't grow. But you run over a dick, so you're not going to have any kids. So fuck you, Theon. Oh, my broadsword. Yeah. Iron Throne <laughs> says, hashtag save Theon. Fuck Theon. Um, yes, kill Theon, says Lark. HBO. Save the world. Keisha says, <laughs> Keisha says, HBO has money. Give me the fucking wolves. Theon deserves to suffer for his mistakes, says A-A-V-V. <laughs> Die Theon. Already suffered at the hands of Ramsey. Not enough, Joe. He's living. Fuck him. Fuck Theon. What he did to fucking uh mm. lots of people. The the maester at uh I'm blanking on his name, the maester at Winterfell that he fucking let all let all that bad shit happen. Everything he did at Winterfell, for all of that alone, he deserves to die. Killing killing possibly his own sons. But okay, so now you have me doing the Joe Pesci. Okay, Joe. I love you too, Caitlin. Great to see you. Great to see everyone. Ahmed. Theon is the AJ Soprano of the great choice. <laughs> that is so true. That is like the truest statement ever said. Okay, so Jamie travels to Highgarden and Elena drinks poison. The claim is this happens when the Lannister army sacks Highgarden. She admits to having Joffrey killed and Jamie allows her to drink poison to kill herself. Jamie returns to King's Landing in time for that dragon pit meeting. What do you think about that, Joe? So Cersei sends yeah. Jamie to Highgarden and Jamie allows the Queen of Thorns to Queen of Queen of Thorns to uh take her own life. No, she would never do that. You don't think she'd ever do that? No. She'd she'd make Jamie kill her? She'd rather burn it all. She would burn it all before she let Cersei have any of it mm -hmm. or before she just handed it over. Mm -hmm. Lark says if Theon deserves to die, Littlefinger deserves to really die. He started the whole fucking war. If she admits no, to killing... No offense. The Queen of Thorns... No. No. 
Joe. Gwyneth Thorne not take her life. That makes no sense to me. If uh, uh, I just want to say, yes, if I'm wondering if, th- if this is from text from 774, yes, I'm wondering they if five episodes delete like or get released early like last year, will you guys be watching it earlier? Will you hold off to watch to watch it live when they happen? If the episodes get leaked, I'm watching it. There, I have zero self control. If episodes are out there, I'm watching it because I'm watching it for this reason, for this reason, and this reason alone, it's unjust for you guys for our 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 chat over there, the MFC. It's not right. I don't want to watch five episodes and then have to redo any kind of Joe. It's because it's life. Joe. It's because you don't have to take notes. If for me, like I want to take notes before they come out, but, uh, but I agree with you. I'd rather it not happen. If it, if it could not happen, that's the ideal situation. But if it did happen, I have no self fucking control. I'd watch it. No, no, I understand that. I'm, I'm just not going to, I don't need to, after this, basically for me, after this long of a wait, I don't need to wait I don't need to like uh, burn through them all. Right. You know, if if it comes out, if it comes out two weeks ahead of time, I watched them in season five, but I regretted it and I felt dirty. So uh, in fair in fairness, uh, so so there's that. Uh, Queen of Thorns, Th- Thorns, excuse me, will go out like a boss. Queen of Thrones. Thorns has no filter. Cersei better recognize. I really love it when they displayed the when they displayed the premiere of season five at the cinema. Oh, I love that too when they did the whole uh, when they played. The, Joe, Katie, and I went to the uh, cinema to watch the watch it. Um, I wouldn't watch it. I did that in season five. Made that mistake, says Adrian. I don't trust assholes not to spoil leaks, so I'd watch them immediately. It's a very good point by Miss Ash, too, and I'd probably do that, too, because some people just will post spoilers somewhere, and I'd rather watch it myself than not. What if the book comes out first? <laughs> it's a good one, Ren. Uh, I mean, at this, po- at this point, I think he's spite not releasing till season eight is over with. I think he was... I think he's spite doing it. I, I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. George R. R. Martin could be watching this and tell... He's never watching this. But if you ever watch this and go, Phil, you're full of shit. But I think on some level, he wants the show proper. Not the spinoffs and all of that that he's going to have more control over. The the show proper to be over with before he finishes his books. And I, I could be completely wrong about that. I hope Winds of Winter comes out soon and, and uh, Dreams of Spring or Songs of Spring, whatever the fuck it's called... Uh, comes out right afterwards, and he's really he releases both books almost simultaneously. But uh, some part of my mind thinks that he's gonna wait till season eight's done with, and then release it all, and then it, it's gonna come very quickly after that. that. He won't do that, and the publishers won't let him do that. They're gonna wait at least a couple of years, and I'll tell you why. If they release books uh, six and seven like that, right? I want to be wrong. You're going to get a whole bunch of super fans like us go out and buy book six and then go out and buy book seven and then give away book six to someone else. Right. Fair, fair, Joe. Yeah, they're going to, they're going to separate that. Even I agree. They'll you release it a year apart. They'll, uh, they'll, more, than a year. more than a year because a lot of people will still be thinking about picking it up. It'll be at least two or three That years. being said, every, everything I said about not thinking it was going to be released till after episode, after season eight. I hope I'm fucking wrong and it's released tomorrow. Um, I'll gladly eat my fucking words if uh, Winds of Winter gets released tomorrow and I'll go out and fucking read every single fucking page. So 
<laughs> twice, <laughs> 10 times, a thousand times, and then get the audiobooks and listen to that too. So for whatever it's worth, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fucking please be wrong. But some part of me deep inside thinks he's waiting for this all to be done. And then he's going to, and then he, that the books, and then he's going to release it. But I guess that's I my, releases, I think, I think the publishers and him decide to release book six just before season eight comes out. I think you're probably right, Joe. Realistically speaking, you're probably right. Phil, did I ever see, did I see the Game of Thrones live experience? I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard it was really fucking awesome. So let's continue. There's a little bit more here. The Dothraki. Why else? I think that makes sense if they do it that way. Yeah. And, uh, and George said, uh, one second, Joe. George said, uh, George R. R. Martin is an old school author. He doesn't give a shit if it's TV. If it's ready to publish it, he'll publish it. So you're probably right. Well, he'll put out he'll put out book six just before season eight ends, season eight just before season eight begins. Then season eight will happen, and then a few years later, just before the uh, the start spinoff series and spinoffs, the Duncan we'll drop, Egg series. Well, or yeah, we'll drop the last book. We'll drop the last book in the Game of Thrones series to renew the the energy. And to get everybody back on board for the spin-offs. Mm-hmm. So let's continue with the last the last group of these. There's still a little bit more here. The Dothraki and Danny attack the Lannister army on their way back to the Reach. Jamie and Braun are both there, despite the Lannister army having a great anti-dragon spear gun designed by Kyburn. They are defeated. Braun saves Jamie from a dragon, and the two manage to escape. Likely four or five, John remains at Dragonstone during this battle, as he's not aligned with her yet. Might be the ambush scene we've heard about that includes the Lannisters casting have required a large number of horses extras who seem to fit the description of Dothraki. So to continue, uh, we're almost at the end here. Jon isn't afraid of Drogon and pets him when he meets Danny on Danny's return from battle, which Drogon allows. This surprises Danny, likely episode four or five. Guess that's, I believe that. After Danny's attack on the Lannisters, John realizes that what he needs to do is to provide proof of the undead army, likely episode four or five. This is just but all the all these are kind of yada yada. What was that, Joe? That makes sense with John. Uh, just because it's big and ugly doesn't mean it's going to kill you and eat you. I mean, he's he's got his direwolf with which most people are afraid. No, of he left. Month. He leaves his direwolf at Winterfell. <laughs> right no but he but he has one. right no fair he he knows how to deal with and and he also has the targaryen blood yep. and he sees giants which most people are afraid of he's hi everyone fill the issues guys sorry about that for some reason the recording cut off at this point there wasn't much left in the show other than me saying goodbye to everyone and such but if you want to check out the full video go to fill the issues guy on youtube and check out the last like five minutes or so of the show if not thank you so much for checking out this podcast like i said please give us some star ratings and some reviews on iTunes to help more people find the podcast. You guys are amazing. And thank you so much for all the support you guys give. Talk to you guys next time. It's going to be a fun game of Thrones season later.